Okay. Yeah, Aww. yeah. No, That's my really mom. Nice. My mom just fucking loves you, Peter. Like, <laughs> like I think she's yeah. like talked to me about like adopting you like a few times. <gasps> I would gladly be in in your family. I wouldn't <laughs> allow it. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, I do think it's God, just get married already. <laughs> You can be like point. big brother. Oh, <laughs> 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 neat. All right. Never mind. Never mind. I can tell. I was like, is, what's happening right now? Lance is preparing something. <laughs> I think I'm ready to die. <laughs> Welcome, weeb and weebets. Welcome to the Wee Power Hour Seance. Tonight, we shall summon three iconic figures into the mediums that I have ready, placed all for you tonight. First, we shall summon the first one. All right. I don't. He's. I don't know if I'm iconic, but I'm your long lost brother. Peter, I've come to take over your body so I can just, just do the horrible things so you can, I'm lost, alright, yeah, no, the spirit ran away, alrighty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, off to a riveting start for this seance, alright, I can feel the next presence coming into this medium. What is your name, and what have you come here for? My name is Corkeo's older sister. Thank you so much for summoning me. Now me and Corkeo, my little brother, can be in love and together, and no one will ever come between us again. Oh God, I wish I could hit the eject button on this podcast. All right, I, I feel the Bring final... Your over here, Corkeo. <laughs> I feel the final presence coming into our medium. What is your name and what is your purpose here? Uh, hello. Uh, uh, my name's Gunta Gokuhara. <laughs> <laughs> and I like bugs. Alright, I, I guess we're really strong with the Dog and Robo 3 characters today. <laughs> uh, a lot of dead people from that series. <laughs> All right, we got to All right, we're just going to get started. Hey guys, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Power Hour. Uh we are back with another episode, episode 33. Uh if you guys don't know who we are, uh we are a group of otaku's having a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. Uh so first up, uh we're going to hit some latest news of the week. We'll uh rapid fire them real quick. Uh, Jojo Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean TV uh, anime has been announced. I believe this is part six. This has been a long awaited for a lot of Jojo fans out there. Uh, I know uh, they, they've they been screaming for this one to come, come, come about. I think in the manga, they're at part seven or eight. So uh, this is uh, super long overdue. And then uh, the other anime that also got announced uh, to out uh, a couple of cuckoos. Uh, that one will be premiering in 2022. Uh, this is kind of like your next uh, rom, excuse me, rom com, harem that uh, I I recently been reading, and I think it actually 
uh, will be one of those uh, big ones that once it hits the anime scene, uh, it will take a take up by storm. Uh, it's pretty good. So yes, uh, that would also uh, I believe both of them are twenty twenty two. Jojo doesn't have a set date, but yeah, a couple of cuckoos will be set in twenty twenty two, and then uh, that's about it. That wasn't much news. It was it was a pretty uh, quiet week because uh, this is a new season's worth of anime and a lot of anime uh, start out. We have a jam-packed uh, like anime discussion lined up for you guys because uh, we watched a shit ton of anime. If a if shit not just ton. <laughs> yeah, that, like that's like an understatement, especially for load. for me and Plinchy. Uh, we watched uh, a lot of shows outside <laughs> the top ten. Um, so uh, we're gonna discuss some of them, the ones that really stood us for the week. Uh, first up, The Way of the House Husband uh, came out with five episodes, all came on chunks on Netflix. Um, this is the one Lance, uh, like he's the only one that like truly knows about it. He's he's read it, um, so we're gonna hit with him first on your first impressions of uh, the anime. It's a stellar um, manga first and a very disappointing anime second. <laughs> like, um, for those of you who have seen the anime, uh, there's a lot of criticisms going around because uh, it looks a lot like a PowerPoint slideshow. As far as animation-wise, the, the characters are still... Uh, there's no movement aside mm-hmm. from their mouth flaps. What mm-hmm. I can praise it for, though, and I think a lot of people um, overlook just because of how egregious the animation is, is the voice acting, I will say, is stellar for this anime. And it really just brings the the comedy to life. Uh, of Like, just breathes life into this Yakuza who is turning over a new leaf as just a domesticated house husband. Uh, I would recommend the manga, definitely, to check that out. The anime is kind of i would treat it almost like um i think it's called like a drama cd um where yeah they're just were basically like the source material is just read uh and voice acted so it can like accompany you like actually reading the manga or a light novel or what have you so that's really like the impression i got with the anime it just really felt like a glorified drama cd which you know that's fine uh, just not quite what I think a lot of people were looking for, but I mean, still great. It's a great series. Uh, and you know, you bringing up the the way they animated. So I did find a news article. Someone did uh, ask one of the players, uh, the one in charge of the animation for uh, for the show Chiaki Khan. Uh, so apparently, this was on purpose. They wanted to make it look like this. Uh, apparently, the producers told jc staff make an animation that looks like a manga never move it that was like one of the key factors that they wanted to make sure uh <laughs> this adaptation has had uh, so uh yeah that's uh that's kind of i guess their uh halfway point that they met with each other uh you know for for that so well i will say you know budget wise i can't disagree with that i don't think anyone's gonna complain uh, i think mm, the budget yeah. will thank you for that decision yeah and i think with this show probably like 
if it was like something like I say Attack on Titan like uh, movement where it's just like definitely the in-betweens of the manga panels where you a lot of movement is going around people are flying everywhere it's nice to see that and yeah. if I would have seen that in PowerPoint presentation I would I probably screamed uh, but since with this one is like I have, it feels like it's more like like a slapstick comedy where it's just kind of like uh, I, I just need him to say the punchline and then maybe like some type of visual but I don't need to see him like moving through his punchline with like some kind of like animation yeah that's uh, true. most of the time I, there are some times that they do hit it and I, and I do like that the music is really uh, well placed uh, on those as well every time uh, uh, what is what's the guy's name Tatsu uh, Tatsu yeah whenever he like does the 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 yakuza look which is just his regular look but just whenever he yeah. just like looks down and like he just ha- shows off of, like his massive you. scar yeah. <laughs> yeah they always have like the oh like they always uh have some kind of like sound effect to go with him to make him seem more menacing uh than he truly is so uh anyone else i laughed a lot <laughs> yeah that said it was still like super funny like uh, and you're right with um as far as like what the source <clears throat> material is this is like one of the series that you can get away with that uh mm-hmm. that kind of presentation is it is it a four coma or is it just like just regular it's just a regular well it's a very short one. i think it's only like <clears throat> it's like maybe like 10 pages or so each chapter it's a very oh, okay. very short and sweet manga just very episodic yeah. no like narrative connecting the strings or anything just an everyday life of him yeah so as far as like you know like the manga turning that into an anime it it fits like yeah you can definitely get away with it yeah i don't know i'm still looking around for news on when like the next set of episodes if there's another set another set of episodes for it because it'd be really weird if you just do five episodes but they cover uh quite a bit from what it looks like um, yeah. From what I've what I read around, it seems like they will have like another batch coming out soon. Not like this coming week, but maybe like a the week after. Uh, and I, it's gonna be like another batch of five episodes. So uh, probably when that comes out, we'll probably come back and uh, discuss those next five episodes because uh, uh, it was a very good, enjoyable time watching it with everyone. So uh, moving on to another show that debuted uh, last week. Uh, is too sick to call this love or uh, koi kimo is the short uh, version for it. Uh, this is the show where uh, this really high end uh, uh, salary worker uh, who is a playboy uh, comes home one one day and his sister has a friend over and he makes a move on her because of course uh and he gets uh pretty much rejected right off the bat and that's something he's never used to but for some reason that makes him happy that he got rejected because no one's treated him like that before he ends up falling in love with this high school girl uh and that's pretty much like the synopsis for it um what this is one of those shows where like it's very japan they they love kind of like doing this uh really huge age gap kind of thing so i have no quarrels with the the storyline because i've seen it in too many rom-coms especially very popular rom-coms uh 
the characters are okay. The only problem I truly have with this is I don't know who's the sound director uh, for this show. Uh, me and Plenty have have watched both episodes, but it is fucking atrocious. The sound uh, that so I hear bad. off of this anime. The, really, the main guy so is absolutely quiet. It sounds like they all filmed in their own rooms, and like COVID really like stopped the the studio from having them in the booth. Uh, but yeah, some of them are like. Okay, I really say I really love you. And they're like it, they're all like really muffled or really <laughs> loud. It's, yeah, really it's bad soft. enough that you can tell that like this isn't normal voice acting anime sound quality. Like something yeah. is wrong. There's like this subtle echo. It sounds like the voice is bouncing off and coming like feeding back into the mic, kind of. Wow. Um, first episode we were like, man, like COVID really fucked it up. Like, oh, I hope it's just like the first episode and if not then i guess we deal with it but then that was only like first episode we only in got introduced to like two or three characters and then the second episode you start hearing more characters and they all sound like that sometimes we're like oh oh this girl she doesn't sound like that like good for her and then she talks again and she's she's like making she's she's saying actual sentences because the first time we hear her she's like Ugh, or something and yeah you can hear it <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty bad it sounds like everyone's in a paper cup form and the the music that plays like the background music that plays behind them is so much louder than the voices <laughs> so i can't even like i mean it's not like i'm going to understand the words because you know i don't understand japanese but the, it's not the like, background music it's a background noise oh, like, well, yeah, the ambiance yeah is ridiculously loud and like i would like to hear these voice actors because that that does for me, in terms of like what I think is a good is the voice acting and the fact that like it's so low quality and the, they couldn't even, even if you film it all at home, you couldn't level it to be all the same. Like I could do it for this podcast to make sure that we're all leveled, you know, regardless of what, uh, whatever monsoon season Lance gets every, every other week <laughs> during these podcast episodes or Kai yeah. smacking his bong every fucking 10 seconds uh, on his tape. Like I'm, a, I'm, I'm able to fix all that. So the fact that they have engineers that like went to school, it's uh, I, I hope it's COVID, and I hope it's like they really had to cut back. But but this is that that is uh, that is disappointing, especially since this this show I think is one of the most anticipated rom coms for a lot of Oof. people this season. So Oof. for them to have that kind of like forefront in that genre and uh, like. I don't know. I'm I'm curious to hear what like people think about it, because I couldn't get past uh, that sound. But the fucking opening. opening and ending, it that fucking, fucking opening. slaps. There's like no reason Man. for this show to have that good of an opening and ending. But those two slap the fuck out of my face. They play the opening at the end <laughs> of the first episode, and Peter and I were like uh like yeah. wait what and the animation was better too it like it like it was all kind of like yeah. subpar and we were like okay this is kind of like a subpar rom-com and then this fucking all of a sudden this opening came out and we we're like uh everything sounds clear oh and the animation oh, is yeah, great yeah, yeah. it was like it's like your ears were kind of itchy or like bleeding before and then someone put medicine <laughs> it was just like oh wow this feels so nice yeah like i think <laughs> I would recommend episode one to everyone that's like in 
like I would say like Lance and Kai, you should watch it just to like understand. I'm kind of curious. Be like, now. wow, yeah. this is like, is this COVID? Like, I feel like it's <laughs> really good stamped in history. <laughs> you know, like why is it like this? It's so I, jarring. I I I only want to. I'm the same, but I want to take it a step down. I only want you to listen to the opening as an ending <laughs> because. I don't know if it's just because like I seen such shit quality before it that it, like whatever comes after it, I think it's just automatically better and it's like so good because I've been listening to this open and ending like oh, nonstop right. all week and I think it's oh, amazing okay. like really good. Watch the opening first and then watch. Th- and then tell I'll us just, what you think and then watch the first episode if you want to see oh man if difference. i'm gonna watch the opening i'm like in for a penny in for a pound you know i'm gonna watch the whole thing yeah he's he's on <laughs> the way yeah especially for a rom-com connoisseur uh he he is very uh-huh. deprived on the rom-coms this season since uh yeah we didn't vote a single one in uh for the top 10 so um but moving on uh to another i guess i guess it is a rom-com um i definitely don't see it uh anywhere uh as romance but uh, a lot of people do uh <laughs> don't bully me nagutaro san uh, did come out with his first episode yesterday uh i've read quite a bit of it i think i i've only i haven't like been like super caught up probably like the last value uh, i know lance has also uh read this a little bit and uh i've read the whole thing Oh, you read the whole thing. I'm oh, up to wow. the latest chapter. <laughs> All right. Well, Mr. Rom-Com Connoisseur. Sorry. I, w- I remember when I told you this manga is trash. It's just a flaming <laughs> dumpster fire. And I said, I'm never going to read another chapter. Well, um, I kind of went behind mm. your back. I started reading it pretty faithfully a couple <laughs> months ago. When I've, been, I've been keeping up all this time. <laughs> uh, nice. I don't know. All um, right. Take it away, Rom-Com Connoisseur. How did the first episode feel for you? Uh, just a like a synopsis of this anime it's um if you've watched a uh, teasing master takagi-san uh it's kind of the same vein so there's a a pretty normal male protagonist and then he's just constantly at the mercy of uh the female lead nagatoro uh and nagatoro it's pretty clear that she has a crush on the the main character but the her way of expressing it is to just like mercilessly tease and bully him and just make fun of him the whole time and uh i i think that's a little off-putting for a lot of people uh, myself included initially but i will say the manga has gone a lot better um the the tone and the character uh the relationship between the the two leads has gone a lot more uh, easier to digest. I'm not going to say it's ever like wholesome, like Horimiya level, but it's, oh, no. it, it's, uh, <laughs> it's more pleasant. And uh, mm. it's definitely a junk food read is how I feel mm. about it. So it's enough That's for me to just keep, keep up with. It's definitely a, I'm reading this because I'm just curious about what happens. <laughs> um, and the anime is uh, like to my surprise, it's stellar. Like, I was just blown away from the anime, pro- the the production quality of the animations to the music, yeah. the opening uh, and the ending songs are just phenomenal. The voice acting is like really, really mm-hmm. good. So I'm just kind of blown away because this is kind of like the dark horse for me where 
I was like, I'm not going to bet on this anime. <laughs> this is just going to be as trashy <laughs> yeah. as uh, the manga is based off of. But this anime is actually very dignified and respectable. Yeah, I think it's like, uh, on top of all that, I think the premise of this show, the fact that she bullies him like nonstop. Uh, I, I, I've heard like people call her like a, like a Sindere, but like she's not work like not close really, to it. No, there's no. A, there's like no Sindere like whatsoever in no. this in this concept. But I think no, the no. fact of who who she is is what's gonna make the internet like burn with a like fiery passion. Just just like the same with like Redo Healer, it has like one of these weirdest hooks that people love. The, the internet loves to attach themselves to um and nagatora-san is definitely better than redo healer that's for damn sure and you can fucking fight me all you want people of the internet that you think redo healer is good in any way shape or form but uh i i think people are gonna love nagatora-san i think it might be one of those that will stay like in top tens for a lot of people this season just because they love this concept even though like in real life, they probably would never want to meet a Nagatoro-san, like, yeah. in any way, shape, or form, <laughs> to get mm-hmm. bullied. Like, she literally was, towel, like, little, like, towel underneath his eyes, waiting for him to cry. She was <laughs> like, no, go ahead, cry. I'll, I'll wipe it when you cry. Like, she literally, like, wasn't going to leave yeah. him alone until he started crying, so. We're not uh, going to pretend you- that there are people out there that would love this. <laughs> mm. Well, yeah. it's a, let me just say it, it's a it's definitely a masochist a, it's yeah it's a niche it's um yeah a, yeah niche is a, a masochistic word, but... um uh liking yeah <laughs> but the animation the animation so was good. good it was like and shockingly pretty it's so Dude. good yeah, Yamashita Daiki, fucking the voice of Deku, like, like just a what, yeah, oh I, I could not believe that was Deku wow like so good I, i've always I thought like like, uh, like deku's voice like he always has like this kind of like pushover type character voice like i feel like i can like get him to do whatever i want if i just kind of pressure him a little bit and bully him a little bit and the fact that like <laughs> he came to this anime where it's literally he gets bullied 24 7 is just oh just, yeah just, just was casting it makes total sense like yeah they, are, they must have been like a fan of my hero and they're like this boy <laughs> this boy is our, like this boy's our senpai <laughs> right here <laughs> i feel like naoto for me the main character of this anime is like my next best boy just from watching episode one i was like i don't want to watch this just from the concept and then it's deku's voice actor and then it's him and then the animation just like <laughs> he's such a sad boy he, he is he's sad but uh, lance is right though like the relationship does get better over time the mm-hmm. the hook finally starts like getting old like the fact that like every mm. chapter she'll bully him and then you kind of like you need some more of a concept more more filling in in, course, in, in that yeah. beef to like really get people to chow down on it and uh i mean it, it hooked lance enough to to keep him going <laughs> <laughs> to to be on current chat so now i'm curious yeah. now i feel like i gotta read it because uh to me it just i don't know it just got stale but uh we'll, we'll definitely see we'll definitely keep an eye on this one and uh see how the the season progresses for this one uh but uh let's move on 
uh, to another show that this is probably the only time we'll ever talk about it this season. I, I just really just wanted to 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 mention it. So uh, if you guys don't know, even though we only choose 10 animes to watch the season, uh, we do tend to watch a little bit more. Except for me, I literally try to watch almost every show uh, that the season comes out with. Mad lad. Just in case there is something we can swap in for the top 10 or something we can discuss. Uh, I'm always in uh, search for new shows for these guys to watch. Uh, I don't know if I can recommend this show yet, but uh, the first episode, I feel like people should watch. And then you can judge yourself uh, where you go from there. But a super cub, uh, it's about this show where this girl uh, that has no parents and she's living by herself. no friends no hobbies Mm -hmm. she's pretty much a boring girl in every way shape or form uh and her life is pretty much uh there's no color in her life uh and then one day as she's biking to school uh she notices that uh someone drives by her uh with a moped and she was like shit i want a moped and that was like the first time in her I, i would assume in her life that she truly wanted something for herself uh so she got to us uh a moped store Noticed that they were all expensive, and then the the old guy that owned the moped shop came out with a, a used moped that was w- well within her price range. Um, <clears throat> so she bought it, and then the rest of the episode is just her spending time with the moped, driving it around. Uh, she couldn't sleep at night, so she decided to practice uh, riding the moped at night, just pretty much like how plain she is with the skateboard right now. <laughs> it's like it's literally glued to her feet. Uh, while she's practicing that ollie um so she goes to the convenience store and then she gets stuck at the convenience store and then she starts getting down on herself she's like wow i should have never uh left the comfort of my life uh because of this moped but uh she powers through it she realizes that she just didn't have enough gas in her moped and she just needed to go get gas so she's able to get gas and like there are these moments when she gets on the mud all the color in the animation mm-hmm. comes back you can always see it like it's always like grayed out for the most part but when she steps on that moped it's like all this color is so bright everything comes in and you can see like she, her mentality changes every time she looks at the moped she just tilts her head and she smiles and that's the only time she ever smiles is when she's looking at this moped which ironically named super cub that's why the show is named super cub um and after watching this first episode, it literally felt like I was watching the longest Japanese commercial uh, ad yeah. for a Super Cub like Honda moped. Like I literally, it just felt like, is your life sad? Are you depressed? Do you have no parents, no friends? Well, come on down and buy a Honda Super Cub. That's me. <laughs> and you, all, all the color in your life would come flashing by you and you'll be super happy and fun. And yeah, it's, I think it's one of those like kind of few good moments where it's like definitely try to make you depressed in the beginning. And then, uh, the fact that like she, such a simple little thing as this, uh, moped that she owned that she's so happy about it. Uh, it, it felt great. No, if it's worth lasting a whole season to, to be good, it seems like she will meet more people that have ride mopeds uh, down the road. But uh, I think this one might be something to keep an eye out for. Um, and kind of in the same vein uh, on that one as well. Uh, don't know the 
English name for this one. Uh, let's make let's a mug too. Um, this one is also I don't want. It's not as sad as a super cub, but it's a, it's one where this girl, uh, she joins a, like a pottery club in her high school. Uh, her 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 family. Her mom is also uh, has passed away. Uh, but she makes the best of her her life, and her mom used to be like this renowned pottery, uh, like master, and she made like all these like very like high end uh pottery cups and bowls and stuff like that. So, uh, this show gives me a lot of uh, Eurocamp vibes. Uh, the music is very Eurocamp, uh, for whatever shape or form. Uh, and it's just these these cute girls, and they just want to make pottery. And uh, the episodes are kind of short. It's not like too long. It's only like 14 minute episode. Uh, but uh, if you're looking for like your Yuri camp fix, if you're like kind of deprived since the season's ended, maybe check this show out. I don't know if it gets any better, but the first episode was, I think, good enough to to warrant Pretty to talk good. about. Yeah. Um, so uh, those two, I definitely uh, would recommend at least the first episode. Uh, but another show, at least that I just watched, but uh, Plinchy and Lance as well, uh, 86. Uh, this is Ooh. pretty much uh, like military like show. Uh, for some reason, uh, there's like this whole, I don't, I don't know, city or country of just- It's pretty complicated. I had to do a little research, so I had it over okay. to my favorite information resource, very reliable. Now. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you, oh, no, you guys say Wikipedia. God damn it. <laughs> it's his last Anyways. name, Wikipedia. <laughs> Starts Please with a W, ends it Wikipedia. <laughs> um, so, uh, it, 86 is, if you've watched Code Geass, uh, I made this comparison while we we're watching, it's very similar <laughs> um, to like the setting of Code Geass. Um, it's kind of futuristic. It's a mecha world um one country it seems like they're embroiled in some kind of like civil war it seems mm-hmm. um or actually uh, i saw someone make a comment um uh reviewing the first episode it's very similar the, the overarching uh, synopsis of this this story is um it's very similar to world war ii with uh, the japanese uh when after they uh, bombed pearl harbor so Mm. so what happened is uh two countries are in conflict the the albino country <laughs> that um the main character is a part of um she her country has basically demonized every single um uh every single citizen who is of the race that they are at war of with within yeah. their own territory mm-hmm. and those are called and they are relegated to the territory 86 Mm. and uh that territory everyone in there is treated as less than human um they're used as slaves in war so they're basically cannon for them yeah foot soldiers yeah. to be thrown away um so we follow two narratives that are going along the same time and are connected to each other um that's uh i think her name is lena the yes she's a noble in the uh uh oh, i i don't really know the country's name, but the, the albino yeah. country. Um, uh, every, okay, if for context, every single person in this country has white hair and pale skin. So, um, oh, okay. It's the Republic of San uh, Magnolia. 
That's the name of the country that she's. That's a in. pretty name. Yeah. So she's a noble, and she's she's the handler for a, basically a suicide squad unit from the eighty six territory. And then uh, the other story we follow is a member of the su- of the same suicide squad that she's overlooking. Um. Uh, and then basically how they go to war, how she feels being in charge of a suicide squad, knowing that uh, if they die, no one's going to cry for them. And then uh, the soldier that we follow, like how does he feel uh, fighting this war for a country that doesn't even care about him? So yeah. it's it's really interesting. I think Kai, you're really going to like this one. Yeah, then, no, I'm really interested. You talking about it? Yeah, and then they're <laughs> yeah. uh, and of course they're fighting in mechs, not Gundam mechs. So far, I wouldn't be surprised. Like spider mechs. Yeah, they're they're basically like really they're spider like tanks. Basically. Yeah. Um, but, and then uh, the other thing to note is, uh, uh, I don't know if they really explained explained it that well. Like I had to like do my own research, but apparently, like uh, the enemy that they fought, they have aut- autonomous robots, and then the eighty sixers are human controlled robots. So yeah, they the enemy has nothing to lose, but the eighty sixers have oh, everything to everything lose. to lose. Wow, yeah, yeah. That's, and that's like the best technology that uh, Magnolia has at their disposal so they they need somebody they to jump the in the mech so yeah. they make the 86ers do it it's it's such a crazy narrative yeah the, really the republic of san this. magnolia they do seem to be very i don't want to say behind but just the fact that like there was that scene where they were talking about the cake the chiffon cake and like the cream puff and the yeah. fact that they were able to use real egg and real milk kind of thing i feel like this country is devoided of a lot of resources and just you know uh, a lot of uh, mm. well able people to be able to advance technology even further just because if you don't have good resources then you can't you know cultivate good people you know smart people to you know make technology better you know for your well-being so uh, the fact that like yeah I, I made this with actually real milk and real eggs and she was just like uh, she was about to she was like one foot out the door because she didn't want to give a fuck about this like chiffon cake because she thought <laughs> it was artificial and then the moment she said real milk real eggs she was like oh well I, th- I think I'll take the whole slice then and then she'll eat like the whole cake I like, think it might just be a circumstance of war that the resources are very low so to actually come across like actual legitimate yeah well made food I, yeah, is I, very unusual I think they're the ones on the losing side I think that's, I think what, so that's what it feels like it's yeah. the tone that I get is uh yeah, that they're losing. Like everything is just gonna end up being like a, a suicide at that point. Which, man, I feel like this one might hit me in the feels because they show too many kids mm. at that fucking mm. eighty six camp. Oh, half of the Suicide Squad look like they're in middle school. Yeah, too many kids. <laughs> I'm just like, holy shit, this is like a mix of like a Kamiga kill and like Gundam, Iron like all put yeah, together. Iron Blood orphans and Code Geass and yeah, yeah, just. How many, right how many of these kids alley. are going to get attached <laughs> and then we'll just just kill them. Just keep on killing them. I'm just like, God damn it. And look, what do you know? Deku car- Deku's voice actor is in this one as well. So. Yeah, we could hear him. I remember yeah, the first screaming. scene that we see the kids and we're like, yeah. Deku? Deku? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're so loud. Which one are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this one for, definitely for sure. I, I think we'll definitely keep up with it because... Uh, I think it'd be interesting to see how the war goes, uh, which kids we're going to get attached to. 
uh, in which kids end up dying because they already uh, started off with a bang uh, at the end of that episode. Like everything was really confusing mm-hmm. the first 15 minutes of that episode and then everything started to become more mm-hmm. clear mm-hmm. when I got to the end. They just yeah, yeah. everything came it, together. Yeah, and it really oh, makes yes. you want more. And I'm excited to hear prediction board wise uh, where we'll be because I feel like this one uh, will be on the same scope of kind of like uh, Munana Nana that we had a couple of seasons ago where we're like, oh, which kid is going to next or like which kid uh, is going to be this or that. Um, I think it's going to be one of those uh, situations where uh, this can go in any way, shape or form uh, with this uh, 86 uh, race unit troop i don't i don't really know what else to call them people people <laughs> humans humans Human. i don't want to call them humans <laughs> as with my silver hair back um but we'll move on to another anime that uh, me and plenty watch uh burning comedy uh is already two episodes out uh plenty wanted to talk about this i think you're the one that really wanted to put this on there uh, uh yeah so we'll uh, start with you first <laughs> i feel uh, like kabaddi they do pretty good i'm i f- sometimes i feel reluctant to praise it but it's i like i want to watch more and see where they go i want to see how they introduce like the different high school teams mm-hmm. like i want to see what their purpose is and it's definitely doing its job of like uh informing you what the sport of kabaddi is and like yeah. teaching you because sometimes they'll spout out rules and i i question like is this made up and then <laughs> peter and like roy will like maybe we'll look it up or they'll they'll keep going with the shtick and then we're like yeah okay this is kabaddi i guess so we like already know pretty much from episode one how the game works to a certain yep. extent and mm-hmm. then episode two they like introduce it more the characters are pretty uh unique and quirky enough to where it's not overdone uh pretty good tropes i think it's a good yeah. balance and like they're doing this whole thing where we're waiting for the senpai to, the captain i think of Always. the team to come Always so then it's captain, like oh we're yeah. gonna finally soon get a like um feeling of how an actual match will play out and that's what mm-hmm. i'm kind of interested in the the passion of comedy yeah uh you're you're definitely right you hit pretty much every like uh, nail on the head on that one i think this one is going to be like i don't want to say like above average sports animes i'm not saying it's like going to be like in a high q critical no basket or any of that like shape or form but i think good enough i i think it will tickle a lot of people's fancy mm-hmm. i don't know if it's going to make people jump out into the streets and start playing comedy on their fucking uh, schoolyards anytime soon maybe one or two kids but i think it's one of those that like it hits the tropes just right animation is a lot better than i thought it would be Mm, um yeah and i think i have this feeling just because from a couple of seasons ago from uh climbing girls and the potential i thought that show had but then it fell flat immediately uh i don't have that same feeling with this show this show uh, it's a lot better executed uh, for, I don't simple sport. I'm sure Call of Duty is a lot more complicated than what they show. Uh, but for the most part, it's just kind of like a game of tag. Uh, if if you want to like do it in like layman's terms. So uh, that concept alone is just like, okay, 
I get it. They just got to tag and try to, you know, run back to their like original spot without getting tackled down. Cool. I but, mean, honestly, like I would say if if it interests you and you want to know what Kabaddi is, just watch the first episode. Yeah, they pretty much explain all the rules from, from there. Or you so. watch a YouTube video and you're like, what the fuck is this? Or you get entertained <laughs> with pretty colors and funny characters and like <laughs> no, yeah. really good, like this is this. And you're like, oh, and then big words like they'll introduce terms i think it, it's they do good like they're doing I, good yeah i think the like problem with like mingos that we had was that they were explaining terms <laughs> as it was happening during the competition <laughs> and it wasn't by like any of like the characters that we love or like i don't want to say love uh -huh. but just like characters like the girls from the high school it was like right. some random ass announcer that we didn't get two shits about and he was <laughs> explaining all these terms but he wasn't explaining them he was just saying them and he was expecting us to know about it Oof, where burning nice. comedy is like it, it, it held your hand yeah. episode mm -hmm. one and it's slowly letting go in episode two like it stopped explaining mm -hmm. as much as like okay you get the idea this is what this move is and what they're doing and then and uh, now they're starting to put strategy yeah, yeah into it it's like, and they're doing it good yeah that's so, all i can uh, say really um i don't know what it is i don't want to sound sexist or any way shape or form but like male sports animes always tend to do better than female ones like every time i've seen it where it's like i don't want to say they're similar in any way shape or form like climbing girls and burning comedy but the concepts are simple enough and they're almost similar in their tropes but there is just something about burning comedy that it's just the sports genre better than climbing girls and i don't know if it's because it's the the male feet, like the gender itself or it's just the like execution but i always find myself when i'm watching sports animes most of my top ones are predominantly male uh male cast and i mean if you look at like sports history or sports uh, anime history it's a lot of like male dominated cast so like it's weird i i just had that thought like uh when we were watching brain copy the, the other day i was just like where, where are the female sports ones like I, the, mm. the only one that ever pops in my head is Keijo, and I don't take that seriously as a fucking sport. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking about that one too. Not even a sports anime. Yeah, I mean, like, so like, how's that soccer one? Oh, the that's one that came really, out this season. Yeah, that's more drama, though, right? That's what yeah, it seems like. Sort of. It, it was purely soccer at the beginning. Uh, it was like uh, the name of it. Hmm. Um. Yeah, uh, goodbye, Kramer. Uh, Kramer, goodbye, Kramer, Kramer, whatever, however they say it. Uh, but it's the same maker as Your Lie in April uh, for for that anime. Um, so I, at first I thought, oh, they just use soccer as like a way to move the plot, but in actuality, someone's gonna have cancer or like someone's all in love and then you know they <laughs> die by a truck or something like that. So I thought it was gonna be more drama based, but it was very heavy sports anime at the beginning on the first episode so uh i don't know but that one doesn't scratch the itch <laughs> i just thought yeah. i was like okay it was I think, uh, okay soccer it's anime. the priorities of like what they want to present yeah i feel yeah. like if you have an all-cast girl sports you're not going to focus on that that on passion sport. yeah or like what you what I'm assuming we enjoy is because we watched the sports animes of a certain type 
and mm-hmm. like they kind of follow the same i assume template of like like a shonen yeah i guess but For like sure. female sports animes are not shonen they're shoujo i assume <laughs> Yeah. Or if yeah. not, then it's just yeah. it's like uh, Keijo for the yeah. Got to make it as yeah. they got one more tag as possible in that description, and that tag is eye candy. <laughs> so then when yeah. you split your focus like that, yeah, something has to give. Yeah. It's probably a uh-huh. compelling narrative. Damn. Yeah. There's a other um, the female. I I think it's sports where it's the horse girls and they race. <gasps> Uh, yeah. like all of these, <laughs> all <laughs> every time I try to think of one that's female sports, they're just like jokes. I yeah, can't. it's always gotta have like some kind of catch uh, to I, it. I, I definitely know. Yeah, uh, Uma Musume Pretty Derby, right? Is this one, the <laughs> yeah, horse girls. One. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this one to me is more, <laughs> it is sports, but I've watched this one. It, it's very more like so the concept is like these girls they're all horse like half you know like half horse half girls uh and they go to the school where they race each other because obviously that's not fucked up enough that that's what horses do Duh. We, yeah we have to you know force horses to race each other so they don't die uh we make them girls so they're at least they're cute and so we don't so no one like really questions that problem we bet on it because that's okay underage high school girls i think they bet I don't they know bet. if it's like I think they do bet. <laughs> um and then uh yeah, so and then the 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 idol thing that they added on top of it was the fact that whoever wins the race gets to have center stage yeah. uh 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 song uh that they can sing to the crowd to Damn, this appeal is some themselves. High concept. Better. Yeah. Show sure, like man. A- <laughs> You two put, seasons uh, of this the layers you, you put sticky notes with all different genres on the wall and then the producer's like throwing fucking darts like okay the next anime is gonna be boom yeah no comedy. he puts down yeah. the darts he just yeah. brings out like Idol. a buckshot just the whole wall at once <laughs> yeah I, and I, I feel like it's one of those like they had an idol group or they had idol members and they uh-huh. were like we need the like they have good voices they need to sing songs but no one's gonna listen to them just randomly so you need to put it somewhere and they were like well we got this horse racing anime and they could sing at the end of the episode and then they were like perfect so then like these i believe most of the voice actors for the like horse girls are all idols from different uh, groups or the same group Mm. i'm too lazy to do the research on that so uh and then yes i believe also the end uh animation is cg for their idol uh you know pop center stage yeah. oh, as often as it is so um yeah uh we don't talk about that one that one also got like a mobile game too it got really popular for like a hot minute so yeah we don't uh, talk about that one until we talk about it for talk about that one. right now <laughs> yeah so you brought it up and start remembering the bad memories of me watching that whole season um uh let's move on uh to uh the biggest shonen that we have uh this season shaman king episode two uh, we get introduced to another uh, new character, pretty much another mainstay for uh, Yo and his uh, group of uh, shaman uh, people. <laughs> uh, Ren. Shamans. Just call them shamans. shamans. <laughs> I felt like they had something extra to go with it. I guess, yeah. I guess the shamans, yeah. 
but yeah, his name is Ren. He's uh, pretty much of like uh, of from a really rich uh, Chinese family, uh, and he's really extremely aggressive. And he's he's pretty much like the one that has like the opposite ideals uh, of Yo, and they're always going to be clashing uh, uh, for most of the most of the time. But uh, I'm gonna hit with Kai first because I know you didn't read or Shaman King whatsoever, mm-hmm, so I'm mm-hmm. kind of curious to see how you're feeling after these uh, two episodes. Um, I'm so confused on what's going on. <laughs> uh, i was afraid of that like, yeah it's uh especially because like the artwork is so jarring too and like why do they turn into chibi the ball there's a spirit yeah. ball they just, yeah, they just know, squish it down like, uh, no the, the characters idea, themselves uh, and oh they, they have like chibi moments too but that's just like the come the comedic time is that what you're talking about no, 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 just them turning into balls and stuff, or like the whole idea of the whole the spirit thing is just interesting. You're bothered by the transition from the ghost being human looking and then it turns into yeah, a spirit yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure that's like, you know, the funny moments and stuff too, but like. I would just think that's their transformation scene. I, yeah, I, think that's I was like going to say, that's yeah, the, like the, the best Digimon, way to think of it. Blah, 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 or like, you know, yeah. Ash yeah. doing his fucking hat flip. That's, that's, that's not a transformation. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the repetitive, repetitive cutscene that they use for the intermission yeah. to signify this is happening right now. Uh, okay, so... Well, like Sailor Moon. Is, yeah. Like, Sailor Moon's I, I haven't, one. like... Uh, remembered every who's who yet like i don't know who, who what's going on like i think you guys know what's going on already like you have an idea of i don't know who these characters are or what the relationships are yet because like i'm only just introduced to it so i'm still like trying to figure things out and i'm just every time i it see sounds like kid- you're not paying attention to be because <laughs> i haven't read or watched any shaman king and like you got a guy with his shirt that's never buttoned. Yeah, why is that? Like, what kind of fucking? You think you're focusing on the wrong thing? You know who that is. Why is he? So you know who that character is? No, I don't remember names. I remember names really bad. His name is Yo. You one syllable name? Yo. I mean, the only reason he never buttons up his shirt is because he's like he's a carefree, lazy guy, so he can't be bothered with buttoning up his shirt. I think he just likes hang, like just let it all hang loose. It's also good. like a when did this um, manga come out? Oh, like late nineties, yeah. like when we were like like fucking five or six. Yeah, so four or five. It's, it's definitely of his yeah. time, and it so the even with the remake, is very yeah, it's the old. same old. Yeah, and it doesn't look like they really wanted to change much. It just kind of like made everything look prettier in a sense, but mm-hmm. uh, the artistic uh, style is pretty much still uh, the same. Yeah. Uh, for the 90s baggy pants big shoes like really weird uh, body shapes so mm-hmm. um, like it's kind of hard to get bothered by too. the other dude's two cinder blocks tall and I'm like oh my know, god just two cinder blocks oh, I, I can't yeah. get over that I mean, dude but you watch a fucking the, sh- the one where you shoot and you die, the baby mafia. Yeah, like, Katako Hitman that- Reborn. Reborn is yeah. one cinder block tall, Yeah, dude. but that's a baby. Yeah. 
And it fucking Mon- talks. Montez just a midget, dude. Dude, that's disrespectful to other midgets. They're, ta- they're taller than two and a half cinder blocks. So he's smaller than other midgets. He's a midget of a midget. Is that such a that's big problem? the art style. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it's. Ser- I'm serious. Monta like actually has like the I don't know if it's a disease or whatever, but he just can't uh, grow any taller. That's how oh, he so is. That's, no, no, that's, he's, that's yeah, no, he's got dwarfism. Okay, it's not just he's a, actually he's also, a midget. Yeah, yes. but he's actually also chibi looking too by the show. Yeah, just you just got has On a gigantic head for whatever reason. So compared to his very very tiny body, you should see his dad. His dad's like the same thing. So damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right i guess we'll move on <laughs> wait wait i just want to i actually want to talk about the episode <laughs> a little bit okay um i, I want to note that the pacing for this episode is a lot better than the first episode which was like florid and like a 90 100 miles per hour episode this episode was actually more well paced um i feel like it introduced ren at a more even pace i still think it was a little bit faster than the original anime but uh we got to know Ren. we got to know his uh his viewpoints on shamanism um they're total opposites from yo who i mean typical shonen jump protagonist like friendship and yeah. love all the way and Ren's just like nah man they're just they're fucking dead people dude stop caring about them <laughs> they're tools of destruction yeah <laughs> yeah but uh then you know yo proves his point and uh Ren starts to change a little bit yeah, I I think I know the pacing is pretty fast, but I'm I'm kind of okay with that. I think for the most part, like even though Kai, like it's it's like for him who has never seen it, it's going a little bit fast, so it's hard to really like gauge where it goes. But for me, I think these cut these first like four or five episodes, I think they're all going to be really fast just because they're trying to like like throw in point. all the the cast. Yeah, like get everyone in there because there's like three or four other people that need to, to be mm. introduced for the main cast that I see for the next 52 episodes. Mm. Um, so I think they're just trying to throw everyone in first. Everyone gets their own episode. You know, like it sounds like uh, Anna, like his uh, his fiance, she's kind of going to get like a like her own episode-ish to kind of explain what she is and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then they're going to go all through that because uh, I think with like typical shonen. Like the first, especially like ones that have long running series like Naruto, uh, Born, Bleach, all these ones. The first like 20, 25 episodes to me is like filler. Even though they're explaining what it is, what the plot is, what you're going to see for the next like a whole bunch of seasons. To me is like, it's it's just can't, it's just boring. You know, like it's just like kind of like mishmash stuff like that. Minor in the grand scheme of the real plot that they want to get to exactly mm-hmm. i think they're trying to just establish this character is this and we'll do a funny scene with him so you can like attach to him better kind of thing where i think this one they're just like let's cut all that out for the most part our demographic is people who have seen shaman king or know shaman king they know who these characters are like we just introduce them and then we'll get to like the actual good part because like it's really hard to sell a lot of these shonens on like the beginnings because they're like it's uh they're just not that great so i think shonen has learned uh in like in future installments like jujutsu kaisen way better 
uh in the beginning uh than i thought like i thought we were going to be sitting there for a while demon slayer mm -hmm. uh my hero academia where it's just like uh we're not watching these characters spend their daily lives for 20 25 episodes and then we actually hit the ground running with whatever purpose or arc that they're supposed to have so uh to me that's much appreciated like i don't really to see all that again so uh and then for the other shonen uh that it was out uh on saturday uh my hero academia season five episode three um so pretty much we're getting started uh with the battle between 1a and 1b uh pretty much just another setup episode we get a little bit more uh context of what really happened with uh in his dreams or inside of his uh, conscience of uh him seeing the other uh people who have uh, used uh, one for all uh but how did you guys uh, feel about the episode overall um you know you know that scene where he's sleeping and then you know he wakes up from the dream and he's looking at his hand you I know, know what they, you're gonna say you know how many times are they gonna play that scene because they played <laughs> that at the end of season four yeah that's how the season four after credits ended right and then they yeah. played in the first episode of the season right because at the end of the episode because it was a recap and then they played at like the end of the second episode and then they played at the beginning of this episode i'm pretty sure they're going to talk about it next episode oh where yeah he looks back about it yeah he's exactly. like man last oh the other night and it's gonna flash back he's gonna be looking at his hand Something oh yeah strange oh, happened absolutely yep. there there's a purpose that, that that there's a reason why they'll keep replaying it over and over for you uh and you'll see it i mean obviously we won't get to it for a while because Deku is on like the last battle of the day kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So we won't see Deku for a while, but uh, you'll forget about it, you know, because we won't see it for a couple weeks. <laughs> like mm -hmm. each, uh, each episode will be a battle, which for me, it might be stretching it because I, I read the manga and like the battles aren't incredibly long. It's kind of mm -hmm. hard. It's kind of hard to see them try to fit one battle per episode. So maybe even by like next next week maybe like two episodes from now you'll get to see like deku uh his fight it might not be like a four or five week wait uh maybe they'll fit laterals per per episode but uh yeah there there's definitely uh some foreshadowing that they're trying to get you to to think like why did the window break and why does the security deposit always got to be fucking used on deku's room because it like i think he's already broken his room like two or three times already <laughs> Dude, ever since they got to the door it's gone dude it's gone give up it's absolutely gone <laughs> yeah that's gone deku's single mother man i don't know what she's like <laughs> a living man but she nah, like all might's got him yeah oh he's got a sponsor damn he yeah, got sugar daddy money <laughs> yep. um but what do you guys think uh i know we didn't really get to see any like the powers of uh class 1b but we did get to see some new faces that we didn't get to see on previous seasons especially the tournament arc uh any any of them like kind of catch your eye in any way shape or form honestly i'm just glad that we're following 1a because 1b's characters i says while we're watching they look really boring <laughs> like their character designs are definitely the uh 
they're the B like Decide. they're the B tier <laughs> and our oh, A tier casters are like is like the the hand picked cherry picked like characters that the author adores and then he was like I have these other characters that I thought about making the main cast but they just didn't measure up what can I do yeah. with them though uh, I, I definitely feel that same sentiment like not even just the way they look but their powers yeah. um, I know they went by it really quickly with their powers uh, this episode but like there's one character and like I brought up a picture for, for you guys to see this like speech bubble looking motherfucker like I believe they like said his powers is like manga comics and he I don't I, think they said their powers did they I, I, I vaguely remember not like say it but like the title you know they'll like slap mm. the name and the title of like what their hero is and what their power is um, they showed him and he had like a manga page on his head and <laughs> yeah his powers is uh, from what I remember he makes manga comics <laughs> So, uh, the, the powers feel very thin on a lot of these characters. So, uh, but, but there are some interesting ones to say the least. Uh, but how'd you guys feel about like uh, Shinso and like his new, his new power up with his new gear? Oh, his ability to, um, imitate voices. Yeah. That's the one thing that, uh, I will say, even if their powers on paper look boring, I'm always fascinated with their hero gear because uh, mm-hmm. I think that's where like the real like creativity shines through the series, how mm-hmm. the author can invent, okay, like here's a character and you know, it's a world where everyone has powers and not all of them are going to be winners. So how can I no. give them gear that like maximizes and you know, makes something useful out of the power that they have? And I loved his idea of um, a voice changer because uh, like you were saying, Peter, I mean, he, he, he can manipulate anybody he wants just as long as they answer a question from him. But if they know his power, they're never going to yeah. answer his question. So, he has to like, uh, this character has to think ahead and try to trick his enemy. So, voice changer makes yeah. perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Because when you're a hero, the spotlight's on you. And if you want to be a good hero, everyone, especially villains, will know everything about you and yeah. like your strengths your weaknesses because you're not supposed to hide it you're supposed to be a hero like no matter what it's public domain uh, yeah. yeah yeah you will save the day i think that's a part uh for the heroes day in and day out uh like the fact that like they have to keep one-upping themselves to like get to another level because uh there will be uh strategies to defeat them easily because not not every power i don't think like any power except for maybe like all might's power truly uh like they all have weaknesses in some way shape or form and like sooner or later an out there will have a power or some strategy to learn how to defeat you and it's not going to look good for you to be defeated by some uh random villain that can only grow his nails 10 centimeters long or something bullshit like that but he was able to defeat you in some way shape or form so uh yeah the you're right the the way the gadgets uh, are worked in uh not just for Shinso but like for uh quite a bit of characters I think they uh they get a better upgrade uh, like Bakugo's one uh, he's already extremely powerful enough but his grenade cannon arms yeah uh, to they make him s- mm-hmm. yeah store his sweat is already pretty good Deku is pretty much like uh like the poster child of support items like all his gear uh from his like gloves to his shoes are all modified to fit his uh his fighting style so that is our media roundup of the week uh if there are any 
manga. I was going to say shows, but I'm already watching all the shows. So you don't even have to worry about sending me more shows. Please don't send me more shows. <laughs> I, I like, I, like, I'm already happy that like Finchie was willing to like watch most of the shows with me, but I have, it's like 26 shows that we have to like go through a week in a week wow, out. So yeah, we watch a lot of shows on top of the, the, the top 10. Yeah. There's like 10, 10, 15 other shows outside of it. So, um, but yeah, if, uh, if any of the episodes catches our eye, uh, we'll definitely talk about it in the media roundup. But uh, yeah, anything else, uh, go ahead and send it to us and uh, I'll check it out. Uh, but let's move on to the meat of our show. It's the anime ranking board for the spring season. Um, if you don't know what this is, uh, right before the spring season started, we watched all the trailers for all the shows coming out for spring. Uh, and then we chose 10 uh, to uh, really watch have a deep deep dive on them have a full analysis and then every week uh we vote them through uh one through ten and uh whoever makes it out on top at the end wins a five dollar card to burger king really so yes so we were able to get no sponsorships this is coming no. out of my own pocket uh the winner of the show will get a five dollar gift card for me to go to burger king so <laughs> exciting what? stuff bro let's, let's not see what happens like in 13 weeks yeah dude what, what, <laughs> holy what shit what am i gonna get at burger king and look not i'm whopper? already a fry we're already in the red for this fucking sh- okay we spent way more money than we bring in you know how much we bring in we bring in nothing so just breathing we're losing money sir <laughs> uh but yeah so uh every week we'll vote we'll vote them uh one through ten and then we'll see uh which one uh reign supreme uh but first up uh, for the board, uh, it ends up being 10th place because, of course, this anime schedule uh, is all over the place. And uh, the show hasn't started yet, but Fumetsu no Ae, uh To Your Eternity uh, will be at 10th place just because it starts uh, on the 12th. So pretty much tomorrow uh, for us because uh, we're recording on Sundays. Uh, so we'll uh, move on from that to 9th place, Shadow's House. Uh, looking at the board uh ninth place from kai sixth place from lance ninth place from me and eighth place from plinchy uh so we'll start uh, with the high point man lance you had it at sixth place uh what did you like about it um this kind of just hit my um you know not a lot of stuff happened this episode uh it pretty much just established uh oh i forget her name um like i think it's like Emilico, yeah. Emilico, yeah. Yeah, Emilico. Um, she's the living doll who was created by Kate, who is uh the the shadow. Uh, she pretty much like a a noble, uh, in this giant sprawling castle. There's a lot going on with this that we don't learn about just yet. Um, this first episode, like, what's really going on? Why do these shadows? Who are these shadows? What? Are their or are their bodies made out of? Because she's just constantly emitting like it seems like soot just mm-hmm. into the yeah. air, which is the reason why they have living dolls to be the maids to clean up their never-ending trail of like shadowy soot that just gets it all over the room. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was just it just really tickled my curiosity. I wasn't I really wanted to learn more about what's going on in this mansion, who Kate really is, and who the other shadows and their living dolls and their relationships because. Um, uh, just Kate's and Emilico's interactions, they were very fascinating to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just enjoyed their banter. 
and yeah it was it was a fun show and i'm definitely interested in see what else has come uh you know what uh real quick uh because you said that lance i i did have this question when we were watching uh that i wanted to hold on to for the podcast uh if you were a shadow uh would you be okay having a living doll of yourself taking care of you day in and day out like that see now that's like one of the questions i have for this series is why do they if these shadows seem like like lordy nobles why do they have to create like living dolls to be their servants where are the the humans in all of this um mm. but yeah i mean whatever the reasons are i guess i would be okay having a living doll because it seems like the alternative is like solitude and eternal loneliness and your room just being a filthy mess so great well they yeah. said that the reason that they have the living dolls is because you can't see shadow's face so they use the dolls to represent themselves yeah and i That's assume that I it's gonna be more than just cleaning like oh, maybe oh i don't know about you know that. what i mean it, that's what i think at least i thought that at first but then when when emilico put on the the red dress and then kate was like oh yeah, you're not true. you're not allowed oh, to wear this red dress look like me yeah so but exactly. the fact that they made these dolls to have the same what i don't even know how they know how they look like when they're fucking yeah, shadow i don't face. think they they, <laughs> they don't know but the fact that like I I, what i can only assume is that they like is as close as possible because the hairstyles are like mm -hmm. it's it's pretty much like a mirror image at that point that this is what you know shadow kate would look like if she wasn't a shadow or that's what they want to look or like want to look like yeah so like maybe uh, i don't know like there's a lot of mystery that we don't mm -hmm. know yet and it's yeah just, I, I can see it just being like kind of like trickled down every episode as we learn more yeah and more. like i think i remember like kai saying like uh, uh i'd rather keep this like in the mansion or I, I think kai said it or like lance uh because if it gets outside to the world it's not going to be like as interesting as what it would be inside mm. so yeah i want this to be kind of a not the way that this universe is i just want this to be like this mansion is just very strange mm -hmm. yeah um and uh, you know real quick too uh all our votes this week i think i could say for everyone like even if we voted like ninth place or whatever i actually think for the most part like our top 10 was pretty solid for this first week i think so too uh, yeah. all the, sh all the shows yeah. are pretty in uh yeah in hard. some way shape or form so it was actually pretty hard, hard to yeah. vote uh one through nine this week um and then you'll definitely see it through our votes as well uh like most of the parts is like we're like complete opposites just because we felt we were vibing on that episode more than someone else like mm -hmm. i i like for me and kai we're ninth place on shadow's house but in no way shape or form i don't think we either think that it was a bad episode yeah uh we just vibed with the other episodes more so uh just to let you know on that one but uh anything else on shadow's house personally i like um i don't i don't know why i just don't notice it maybe but like i'm pretty sure they put like extra details into it but you see katie's kate katie's face um kate's from her side yeah and then mm. you you see like uh, the silhouette of her face you know like the bump of her nose and her lips mm -hmm. and her eyelashes and it's it's like uh, very fine details that you never see in other animes when you see like a side of a face yeah yeah especially with the idea of a shadow where they could have just made just 
just straight like a black mask kind of thing yeah yeah you, you see like a their, void you you like almost almost see their facial expression yeah yeah I've, i think uh, that's the the funny part about it too yeah i've had this thought while watching i think i could be wrong but i think they're using cg models for the shadows for some and they just have like the mm. matte black um like skin on them oh yeah that's why when they turn that you can see that detail because it's all uh rendered already that's what i think because I, I there there was i forget which one but there's a scene where i was like oh shit is that 3d just because of how crisp it was that looked like you could see their her cheeks like that's what i mean her cheeks like it's rendered like you get the yeah, 3d yeah, model yeah, and you get the lighting yeah, and then you totally, save that model because it has all that shading and stuff yeah, that would totally make sense yeah. <laughs> the guy's like blown away right either now. way i think it's really important that they have that level of detail for shouts because we don't yeah we don't see them so we mm -hmm. need as much visual information as we can about what these uh characters look like and i think that was really smart of the animation team to like go the extra mile and like render these models to the finest detail they can so uh i think it's like narratively important that uh we can see their silhouette so finely yeah Definitely since like Emilia Cole points out like every time she's like, wow, you look happy today or you look happy because we did this. Yeah. Like they're like, there is very important to show like these shadows are human beings. They just have yeah. some problem with in care. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on to number eight on our list. Uh, Combatants will be dispatched. It uh, dropped down six spots from the second place last week. Uh, looking at the voting chart, uh, eighth place from Lance, or uh, eighth high, ninth place from Lance, fourth place from me, and sixth place uh, from Plinchy. Uh, we'll start with Plinchy first because I know this is uh, this is one of the shows that you you hope uh, would turn out very well. Uh, how did mm -hmm. you feel uh, about this? Uh, this new episode this week uh man i'm getting the same feelings i said it before the same emotions and it's kind of nostalgic as when i watched uh kemono michi where mm -hmm. in kemono michi they introduce like all the main cast and then they do the thing and you see how they interact with each other i guess i'm into like i think that's why i like konosuba because you you can see how they interact the arguments are really funny the interactions aqua's a shithead but i still love her because <laughs> uh kazuma does a great job of like the balance of like the team i guess yeah and i think uh the combatants this episode i felt really happy when they were introducing the two new characters and then the main guy is instantly like vibing with them and they're like oh <laughs> yeah. yeah you're a chuni i'll be a chuni too i'm like oh i kind of like warmed my heart i don't know why i was like i like that and then uh grim comes out and i'm like why the <laughs> fuck is she in a wheelchair and then i felt bad for asking because she might actually be super disabled and at the end of the episode she fucking kicks this girl and i'm like well i take back all sympathy for this <laughs> but i think she might yeah. be my favorite character now yeah um, De definitely an upgrade from the first episode yeah uh, yeah for sure i can definitely say that for sure uh i think from last week when we were talking about it like we were like oh there's really like no like personally like steer the jokes or really like keep everyone in like in line kind of thing but this second episode 
uh, uh, number six or co- combat agent six. I think he did a better job this week on just really like reining in everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. you did bring out that point where like when the, the Chimera girl came out and then she was being super mega mean, Chuni Bio, he mm-hmm. matched her pace mm-hmm. by doing the same thing to her. And he might be like one of those like characters where it's like, it's not about him just like you know just not dealing with the jokes or like just you know being the boring one i think he's going to be one of those like whatever you do i'll match you or do better kind of thing <laughs> yeah and he's a very well, i feel like there's a word for it i f- i feel like i've heard lance say something like a soundboard character i feel mm-hmm. like maybe it's something along the lines of that where he's just hopefully he's a little bit more but i like him now more than yeah. episode one yep for, definitely for um, sure like he's waiting for Grim to revive. I'm like, man, why is he like? I asked Peter, like, why do you think uh, Agent Six is being so nice right now? <laughs> like, why? Like, where did this come from? Um, oh yeah. And Peter, you were just like, I think he's just a nice guy. And I'm like, I guess. I because he's like in this episode especially, he 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 gave me the the Cosmo vibes where it's just like, you know, he may be a shit. He may fucking drop kick girls for gender equality. Um, but you know, in actuality, he's still a nice guy and he still wants to do good. Like when he got isekai into that world, even though like he immediately, like it went to shit and then he, you know, he had a shitty attitude the rest of the way. He's still kind of inside of him wants to, you know, save the world because that's what he originally was hoping that was the case that when he got isekai, he's going to save the world and be the, you know, really nice guy and stuff like that. And I get the same vibe with uh combat agent six where like i i feel like he's only working for an evil organization because it pays or because like in certain situations where like he couldn't get another job anywhere else well he's he dropped, a childhood friends high school. with like the yeah leaders so leader yeah it wasn't like by choice he was here it was just by circumstances that he, he worked just for this grew evil up organization. or hard yeah. he was raised to be evil but he's a good but he's a good dude even though uh he you know he has uh shitty uh personality traits uh from time to time the fact that like he cared uh for uh all the girls in his group like immediately and like i think the difference between him and cosmo is like cosmo would like call your shit out easily right but like for 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 agent six he goes along with it. He kind of just like, you know, you're going to be that. I'll accept it and heighten your uh, your traits even further. He's pretty dumb. Yeah, he's a lot yeah. more dumb. dumb <laughs> he's absolutely stupid. Yeah. So he's just kind of like a, you know, just a, he's just like a gorilla. You know, he's dumb, but he's a good guy. He's just going to. He's like a he, gorilla. He's, he's, just, he's, <laughs> just, he's just there. He'll support. He'll pat you on the back and he'll let you like, he'll like, if you're going to be a shithead, he'll be like, I got you. And then he'll be a, like a bigger shithead. Too. Yeah. So uh, that's the kind of vibes I'm getting. So I think this cast might be, I think like a lot more tight knit than a Kona, the Kona Super cast where uh, Cosmo feels like at times he's kind of like reining in his dogs. <laughs> like he's like, he's got to like, oh shit, this dog is going too far kind of thing where this one's kind of like, I think everyone's going to mesh together uh, a lot more seamless than, uh, than Kona Suba. Man, it's like, it's all gas. Yeah, no breaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, uh, 
I'm wait. Oh, I'm waiting for the breaks to happen, you know. But it's just like straight up, like with the hands just going at them, you know. <laughs> with the and hands. If it's not the hands going at them, it's like the fucking panties just like up in your face, and I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. I always had. I feel like I have to make sure like my parents aren't watching, you know. Even though like I don't live with my parents. I don't know, man. A lot of the animes you watch, you gotta make sure your parents aren't watching. Even like the normal animes, there's gonna be one girl be like, ah, Yamate. And you're like, well, it's all, it's all over now. It's all over. I can't well, explain it's good this. Thing your headset is still working. Yeah, well. I'm not using speakers. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's knock on wood on that one because those headphones are falling apart little by little your cat ears look like they're further apart every every week we, <laughs> yeah. we talk it's because he's listening to other things so like one ear's pointed one direction the other one's pointing the other it, why is it tilted? <laughs> oh it's tilted because like why is it tilted i don't there we go okay i guess that's better it's an improvement <laughs> no, and now we'll move on like, one side of my ears and fully on yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. uh Let's uh, let's move on uh, to number seven on our list. I dropped down one spot from Six Space last week. Uh, the world ends with you. The animation. Uh, looking at everyone's vote chart. Uh, second place high. Uh, eighth place from Lance. Seventh place from me. And ninth place from Plinchy. Uh, so of course we're gonna go. Wait 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 wait. Let's go from the low point man first. Okay. Please. All right. <laughs> Plenty, if um, you can, if you may. What was so, so good or bad about I guess it? There was nothing spectacular about it. I think that's like animation was good, characters are interesting, but maybe I'm clouded by like, oh, it's just another, it's a game turned into anime. I've never played the game, so the story mm. was pretty like, I don't know what's happening. Um, the reveal at the end uh, were the two um, bandmates band members uh, like 3-7 yeah. or whatever uh, yeah, yeah. revealed to be reapers that wasn't a sh- a, like it wasn't like oh kind of ending I was like I knew it <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just like uh, the CG I don't know it it's not bad but it's not like wow this is really good um it's very artistic and it's not something that i uh love i guess i don't have that bias so to me it's just like it's one thing it's one episode was it one episode Uh, oh one episode yeah oh a lot of stuff happened a lot happened yeah yeah yeah. they they cramped through three days in uh, the first episode which i don't know if that's like, like how the game 45 goes 45 minutes of the, of the game maybe like yeah, more like so 40 I'm, minutes of the game in like yeah one episode. Like- i want to say i'm a little confused but i don't want to i don't want to have kai tell me that i wasn't paying attention <laughs> right i think you did it um yeah just like what is what is the reaper game i still i'm not sure you want to survive sure and now these like the pink-haired reapers like it's breaking the rules but like what happens to her i don't understand it's just a lot of information and then maybe future episodes will like piece it all together other than that it's just like a lot of pretty stuff happening for me at least i had a hard time uh, voting though 
Uh, Lance, you have anything to add to that one? Um, the pacing definitely threw me off, but it's becoming clear to me that this is actually how the game went and that the first three days just zoomed by. Um, as far as like a, a first episode to like hook you in, I don't know if I would have kept watching it after this first episode because uh, the formula was uh, Neku... Uh, clearly his character trait is that he's very he's a solo guy he's a lone yeah, wolf standoff and he doesn't yeah. like working with people and uh i'm sure it's a lot more engaging to be playing the game but just seeing neku like throw fire and then uh shiki throw her doll over and over again to kill the toads it, it was pretty what's happening like lackluster yeah pretty lackluster as far as combat goes um yeah it was it was an episode i, I don't really have any strong feelings for this anime so far i'm expecting um uh i'm expecting more from future episodes this is definitely like mm-hmm. a an establishing first episode all right uh, i'm opening the gate mr kai are you gonna bite these uh these two to tell no, them that's no, better no. or no, I totally agree with a lot of the points. It's just, I'm like, I wanted to know what you guys think first because I'm definitely heavily biased because there are oh, points that, like, I wow. liked because I played the game. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. um, definitely the combat was lacking, but at the same time, the way I was always curious, you know, how are they going to do the combat? Because, you know, that's like the main part of the game. And they definitely not engaging but they did recreate what they do in the game you know like mm-hmm. how she throws her dolls or like the way he throws his fireballs or he has like this electrocute thing or whatever yeah as well as like the way shiki's and like how she reacts to certain things is literally like the same as the game like the yeah. visuals of the game she gets scared <laughs> so very the, easily yeah so all these things were like you know on point and i'm like wow that's so cool or like the music is on point it's so cool but i'm like the combat was like what is that why are why are we play- fighting digimons you know <laughs> like it wasn't even like a re- nice looking digimons it was like ps1 looking digimons <laughs> oh god yeah but in like really straight vectors <laughs> it was really yeah. crisp but at the same time it's like wow that's a very blocky looking and it was on it was definitely on purpose because when they die the pixels were very yeah. like they're huge the pixels are huge <laughs> <laughs> they could have like uh i don't know multiplied that by a hundred to get more pixels like make them smaller so it looks like more dispersed but they were big blocks i thought that was a little like like that's mm. a I didn't yeah. like that personally. Yeah. <sighs> the the pacing for me too is like like Lance is right, you know, like the first like couple of days is pretty quick because they're just like, Oh, we'll get you into the Reaper game and then you'll be like kind of like what's going on, what's going on. But then like the more like closer you get to the final day, everything starts slowing more. Like each day gets more and more tasking because there's gonna be more and more shit that happens. But like to me is like it feels like they 
the first episode is like you know this already you play the game all of you have played the game like it, it feels like it's that kind of mindset where it's just kind of like you know what's happening don't worry about it we'll, we'll, we'll cut a lot of explanations uh because you played the game already and it like for newcomers i feel like that's a little thing. and for for me that's like kind of like half in between because i played the game but i don't remember a lot of it like it was kind of like oh man that didn't really feel like like it explains very well like it would be in the game where like it would hold your hand and really try to explain everything that's going on i'm i'm like kind of upset that like uh beat and rhyme uh was kind of like shafted a little bit i don't remember their like introductions to be so like short and like i i honestly it feels like they're those two characters are only gonna get like a little bit of limelight like where i feel like they 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 were they were like a pretty big part of the story for the most part but i think they're only gonna get like a little bit here and there and then they're gonna get the one like backstory episode or backstory scene where just like they're probably you know they'll think they'll think about their past or like why they're together or why they want to you know beat this reaper game and you know they go on to do their like final fight or whatever or like their their fight for like their character development so uh yeah to me is like it, it kind of like loses that factor so like it really is like play the game if anything like don't <laughs> don't don't watch the anime play the game like that's what that's what it feels like it's, it's telling us so um anything else for the war ends with you oh shiki's voice actress it was kind of grating hmm. i don't know like, if anyone else like that weird twang i don't know just to listen to her like it usually i can kind of like just kind of get immersed into the anime and hearing their conversations but when shiki talked i kept thinking this is an actor oh uh, well kind of this is she's never done any anime voice acting work is the original voice actress for the game oh, so okay. she's the original shiki i believe so uh oh. when i was looking around i think everyone's the original but this but this girl uh hachimine uh, ana i don't think she's done much else uh yeah she's a japanese actress yeah so shiki like uh her script is fine uh, I enjoyed, you know, her interactions with the just trying to like rain in Neku every other minute, but um, yeah, that's just I, I did want to just like note that I kept thinking, oh, you sound kind of strange. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't find it. I'll, yeah, sorry, I'll, it's not I'll, that big of a deal. I was I was there for for Kai because I don't know if he like remembers their original voice actors or not so I don't but uh, i believe they're all they're all their original voice actors so especially her because she hasn't done anything suffered like this anime so um okay let's uh move on to number six on our list uh juron the princess of snow and blood uh drops down one spot from uh, fifth place last week looking at the vote chart uh seventh place from Kai, fifth place from Lance, eighth place from me, and fourth place uh, from Plenchy. Uh, so we'll hit with Plenchy first because I know this one uh, is another that you're really uh, highly anticipated on. Uh, How do you feel about uh, this second week of uh, episode for Drawn? Mm, 
unexpected character development for the little girl. I thought she was going to get tossed aside and that, uh, I forget the main girl's character. Um, Yuki. Yuki Mura. Yuki. I thought, I thought from episode one it was going to be that her type of work required her to travel and so she was just going to like go to her next location and ditch this girl. But then we <laughs> learn about the little girl and Yuki killed her parents and uh, yeah. yeah, this little girl is fighting the urge to kill this woman who killed her mom, her parents, but this lady, the murderer, is much nicer and she's living a better life. And just like this depth of like, in episode one, Yuki had to kill this man or this demon or whatever. And she's like taken aback because it's the same guy who was hitting on her. And we thought from that interaction that she wasn't interested but she actually felt something um so it's it's just a lot of layers and it's interesting and i'm just really biased because i love yuki so <laughs> yeah and the whole aesthetic of this anime i just want to see more much more excited about this than like um the world ends with you the animation <laughs> so you can tell it's okay <laughs> You two, you two are definitely gonna be like voting, voting on like your favorites for pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyone else? I'm kind of interested Chance? in you, uh, Peter. Um, eighth place, so second to last for your votes. Yeah, I think for me, especially like this one in Shadow House, it just I have so many questions. I think that's why yeah. my place is so low. Very mysterious like, shows. Yeah, like the like I think we're like looking at the 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 opposite side of them. I put full dive and combats higher up. Um mm. even though I don't think the episodes match the intensity the Shadows House and uh Juron has, I just I I think so, I know what I'm getting for full and I know what I'm getting with combats cuz it's it's obvious. It's a very like yeah. comedy heavy show where it's like I I need I need uh Juron and Shadows House to like marinate a little more. I need them to soak in those flavors more, but I know, like, I have a good feeling those these ones were punched pretty hard uh, at the end. So uh, for me, these two are slow starts. That's why they get the the lower votes. Um, but uh, you did point out the 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 girl was probably the most interesting part of this this episode. Just the fact that like she came from a very fucked up household. The fact that they were horrendous, uh, yeah, whoring out her their daughter. Uh, she's mm -hmm. like eight and the fact mm -hmm. that she had to have uh, intimate relationships with what can only assume is a very old 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 ugly bastard uh he was a hell of an ugly bastard he was a hell of an ugly <laughs> bastard and the fact that like yeah uh yuki did, uh they accidentally i mean it was her mission to kill those uh her parents and stuff like that but you know just coincidentally she saved her from a lifetime of therapy sessions if they ever have therapy in in 1931 in alternate japan um they don't <laughs> I they don't it. so the fact that she saved her from that but like this girl's eight so for her to truly understand that her life is better because of this for her to like wrap mm -hmm. her head around that she loves her mother for the most part right she doesn't really understand that like you know her mother uh was a big big douchebag and was uh, selling her body for money uh so like that 
contrast of like her trying to kill Yuki, but knowing, like coming to an understanding that Yuki is not a bad person at the same time, but her urges to kill because like you killed my mom. That's like instinctively, like I I want to get revenge for that, and like that contrast with the fact that Yuki's like doing the same thing. Like mm-hmm. in her life, and she's been like having those feelings for the past like twenty plus years or whatever. God, and she tells her like you have to wait until I'm more vulnerable. Yeah, she just lets <laughs> it like, cultivate. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, that's the jarring part. It's just like, like I like she totally understands how this little girl feels, mm-hmm. and she totally understands that like, like she's okay with getting killed by this little girl, but just wait until I'm done with what uh, my mission is, and once I'm done. Like I'm all yours, and just kind of like that sad fact. I don't know if we're ever gonna get to that point, but that might be one of those like endings where it's just like, you know, maybe she might have a happy ending. But usually, when you have a revenge route, you end up dying at the end. So mm-hmm. to see if Yuki, you know, accomplishes her mission or not, that's like the overarching goal. Oh, we get to see this season. So, uh, anyone else? Yeah, no, like the characters. They were kind of just brilliant this episode. Um, mm-hmm. And Yukimura had like a line, um, I, I believe, I don't know if she was talking to like the, the information lady, um, but she had this line like, my life is vengeance. And that really, really just summed up the entire narrative for her. That mm-hmm. not only does she just hunger for revenge, but for like the death of her family and her whole village, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um but she understands so plainly uh, the little girls, what the little girl feels and what she's going through. And she doesn't try to like make excuses. She mm-hmm. just embraces yeah. the fact that um, people uh, are justified to seek vengeance. And uh, it's totally fair for her to feel that way. Um, like this ambivalent feeling of just anger, but also like gratitude towards uh, Yukimura. And it was just brilliant. That scene was brilliant. And then also, um, I liked, and I, I was really happy. Uh, it looks like the uh, new way. I, I think that's uh, the group that Yukimura is working for. Uh, the blonde, uh, her blonde comrade. Yeah, they're actually going to be Elena. enemies. Yeah, they're going to turn oh, against yeah. each other, be enemies. I was really happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it, it definitely feels like their group is just together because of their skill set, and not because yeah, they have not- common goals, similar goals. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and clearly they don't like each other in the least. It's like, gonna get spicy. This is gonna get like antagonistic, and I, I was happy yeah. about that development in the end. Yeah, I just, uh, I like, I think what really is gonna take me over the top and might like push it into the top half of the board for me is uh, like Yuki has the transformations with her bro, her white crow kind of thing. I need that for everyone else. Like I, I can got, see that. I, like I need it. You know what yeah. I mean? Because we already have like like two beasts already that like yuki had to like destroy and she had to transform into like yeah. like if elena can transform the other guy the uh the one that gave the little black pills uh to the to the girl <laughs> yeah. uh, uh makoto like if they can transform and then i know like this thing in this world like people well there was can um... use as a power oh there was i think episode one at the end and maybe they show it Uh, it's that girl the cat lady who transforms yeah 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 sure but they didn't show like another animal but she definitely i think had cat 
had like I mean she was absolutely naked yeah. at the end so I assume she transforms <laughs> yeah. at some no, point yeah the, so, the uh established she showed her, that, they showed her again in two in episode two mm-hmm. they can take whatever I, blood um, Yukimura has and give it to people to turn them into monsters but it looks like there's also people who can just willingly transform so I wonder if they can push it to the point where yeah. they can using give it Yukimura's to blood? Yes. So her blood is very precious. The That's why her blood. village was targeted to begin with. That's why her family died. It's because the blood inside Yukimura is it's very potent to transform and combine or whatever. Oh God, okay. So that's why I'm I like totally missed that. If it's only you <laughs> I get it in terms of like plot development or like yeah, how it's set she's up. Special. I yeah, yeah she's we special. Saw that cat lady, so Yeah, but like to really take it over top of like I need everyone right. to have blue blood <laughs> i'm thinking like, they cat gotta be lady. sucking the blood off yuki <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking cat lady might be possibly like a part of uh, yuki Mura's clan hmm. so that maybe, she doesn't know yeah. Mm. yeah that she just doesn't know is, has survived and is doing her own thing or she could be a successful experiment by i think it's the government that's turning mm. people or some kind of criminal organization is turning people into these monsters um right. they've successfully created a someone who can willingly shift back and forth and just doesn't become a, a monster and do you uh, want to put that on the prediction board i'll sir. put that on the that prediction was... board and oh, I, i'm okay. also going to predict that i'm going to say makoto is going to be another successful experiment where he okay he gains that power too a cat lady was a, a successful like hybrid yeah monster experiment hybrid sort of experiment monster I this anime Makoto will the also girl. later on be yes. the same way as well maybe. it'd be really nice if the anime ended with the little girl killing Yukimura I don't see it though like yeah I think it would be poetic in, in that shape shape and way but like I like I, I just have these visions that like Yuki is gonna die on the battlefield like right right when she like finishes her mission she's also like you know gravely wounded mm-hmm. and then she'll like, die fucked up yeah yeah that's very likely too yeah i i like see her like running in like a snow field and there's like a thousand soldiers in <laughs> front of like the person that she wants to kill that killed her brother and she's like killing all these thousand like soldiers and then she like full of arrow and then she does her final mm-hmm. move to kill the guy and then she like dies in the snow and the snow piles on top of her and shit and then she reads her poem because of course oh yeah that's <laughs> such yeah. a nice touch she, yeah. she reads a poem like every time she kills that, they're gonna yeah. do something something extra for yeah the ending, it, and it's gonna be big yeah, I, I I like that though because it really fits her like overarching persona because it even fits the fact that like she owns a bookstore so you know that like, mm. she's oh, very yeah. like literary uh, literary yeah she she loves literature and she like finds I don't want to say peace but like some kind of like like sanity with uh like having poems or books because I guess it is able for her to express her feelings that obviously she mm-hmm. can't do other than you know straight up killing people so yeah. uh i think i think that was a very nice touch that they oh she always has to like say a poem to like yeah. it's kind of like a books. pray right just like i'm praying for like forgiveness or like i'm praying for you to like uh go to the heavens or whatever she's kind yeah. of like doing her it poems that say form. so much about her character that she's the kind of character that when she kills somebody she just doesn't just like turn her back and like whatever she 
he has the thoughtfulness to like mentally like say a poem for them yeah um, that that's such a nice touch yeah it, it gives me like um i don't know if you guys remember but like Land, where like uh emma uh they were teaching her like how to put the 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 red flower into their body and it sucks up all the blood oh, and yeah. she was learning like it's kind of like the essence of life the circle of life is like you uh you give and you take kind of thing it kind of feels like that same sort of vibe where like yuki understands that like when she takes a life she has to give something in return kind of thing and she knows in the end how many lives she's taken will take her life as well and oh. i think that's why she's always ready to die as a compromise between plinchy peter your endings how about if um so yukimura is in her final battle she wins she kills whoever's responsible for killing her client but she's mortally wounded in the end she knows she's she's lying on her back and snow is falling around her and it's the snow around her is turning red <laughs> oh, no turning blue from her blood and <laughs> then blue, yeah. the little girl shows up and yukimura said her last words are take your revenge and the little girl plunges stop, her sorry. kitchen knife into you can merge chest that she taught her how to you know cut radishes with that would be and then credits roll that will be that will be like the most poetic <laughs> it could be god but it's so hard for me to imagine that she'll bring the little girl onto the battlefield i don't know what like, circumstance right. would bring those two yeah. together like that just wait over in that forest over there well, and I'm then like... when i give you the signal you start running towards me with the knife i was like i, I don't wanna, know it's hard for I me to see that in a perfect for that scenario for my scenario would be that uh this there's a time skip eventually and the little girl becomes like an underling for yukimura uh, and like works with her ooh, yeah but that would be uh, yeah that's kind of crazy but it's wishful thinking that's tough i i, I always see the anime trope it's like she's got it her name is yuki she has to die in the snow kind of thing it's like it's uh, i i've been too trained uh tropes to like see it like any other way now than her dying in the snow so but that would make it so that yukimura always has the little girl to kill her like she would want her death to be from yeah, her so from like her. if i'm close fucking kill me and you'll be yeah. you'll always be there true or the little girl just ends up forgiving her like uh, or she dies oh, or the little girl or dies. she dies or, or yeah she dies. or she forgives yukimura and that's kind of like mm. ending the theme the best uh, yeah. the, theme <laughs> of the show yeah <laughs> in like a good way but when you yeah like how you said when you name your character yuki you pretty much spoil the ending <laughs> asking for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's yeah. gonna be snowing in the last episode but i bet you the little girl will own that bookstore in the end like i feel like yuki's gonna write like a will and she's gonna be like i pass this bookstore on to you and then like there's also a box underneath like this one panel of the floor in the home she opens it as like a million dollars she's been saving all the money on her missions because she never uses it like, why would she she doesn't need anything else other than the vengeance of her her brother and her her parents so she saved all this money to give to the little girl at the end so she can live uh live uh, a nice happy so, life until someone think... finds out she's rich and then they kill her <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say you guys think the girl's gonna live the little the girl that's tough yeah. i don't know you think they're I gonna like... kill her in a plane too <laughs> we'll see how that goes yes. but it, it's, the tree. <laughs> yeah. it's tough because i don't have a good vibe on or like a good vibe check on like the other two elena and makato yeah like i don't know where i don't want to say their allegiance but where their goals like align and don't align 
and when the little girl becomes unnecessary in their plans. Yeah. Because it seems like Makoto has this little girl like in his plans to like kill Yuki, but like when does that when does that when when does that stop? And then when is and like why he is he interested her? in killing Yuki? I don't know. He he, he, has well, a he said vendetta. that it was Yuki's wish to be killed by um, Asahi. He tells yeah. the girl that. Why is he so eager to help her? But why is he yeah eager to help her? I think that's the problem because even when he was having the Makoto was having like the the breakdown meeting with the 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 yeah the uh, Jin yeah the captain yeah he he was like so like yeah let's let's hope she dies let's hope like you know blah 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 like he really wants to like get it in her and I don't know if it's like. He has like this god complex. It's like, oh, I know her backstory and I know uh, she yeah. wants to die. So I like, I'll grant her that wish because I'm the magnificent Makoto kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm. So, and Elena's just, you know, she's just a bitch. So, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> All right, your, anything else? Your son is already dead. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that English man. I was like, nah, no, nah, that's not cutting well, it for me. I kind of liked it because it really did like just verify that yeah, she's American. Or she's something. foreign. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah. Elena. Elena. But, uh, yeah. Uh, with that, we are half through our top ten board. So of course, every week uh, we'll slide over to Lance for our Weep Power Minute segment. Hey guys, welcome to the We Power Minute. This is our Q&A segment where we answer questions from you, the viewers, if we had any questions, but we don't this week. If you have any questions for uh, the Wii Power Minute, feel free to message us and then we'll we'll be more than happy to feature you in upcoming podcasts. So, uh, in this case, we have our friend RQG, the random question generator bot to give us some questions. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he's Not my friend. friend your friend <laughs> <laughs> so first question from rqg my friend what was the best compliment <laughs> you've received i got one uh, uh there's one that's always stuck with me and it was with this friend in high school i used to co-own a tumblr with her and before that, we weren't like close at all, but we bonded through K-pop. And nice. I remember one day she just randomly told me that. How did she word it? She's basically complimented my voice. I never ever had anyone tell me something like that before, and it was like, uh, junior year of high school. I was just. I remember being at my keyboard and being like, "What? Like, why would you say that?" Um, she's just like. Yeah, your voice is really nice to listen to. I huh. ah, she went off about like, like you should sing, you should record your voice. It to me, it came out of nowhere. Um, but other than that, like, how often do you guys probably, talk to each other for her to hear your voice? I don't know. I don't. I I think that was the days of Skype. But we we went to high school <laughs> together, so we would. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So yeah, you see we each at, other in real life. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't think I talked to her on the phone much. Because like, middle school, high school were days where I would be on the phone talking like when people had home phones and stuff. Like That was still kind of a thing. Oh, Eventually, God. I did cell phones, you know. <laughs> yeah. But with this particular friend, um, maybe Skype, but mostly in person. I can't really recall 
Yeah. Oh, and I told her like when we were I was gonna do the podcast, I I hit her up because we play D and D now, but it's oh, still nice. like every so often. Um, but I was like, hey. Um, really random, but I just wanted to let you know that I still remember you complimenting my voice and I'm like going to be a part of this podcast Aww, and comes like really circle. random, but yeah. And then she went off again. Like, she's like, are your friends deaf? And I'm like, what? Cause like, no, I told her like, no one's ever complimented me aside from like pup tarts, but you know, that's a given. Yeah. yeah. So wait, she, she asked if we were deaf. Yeah, what does she mean by that? Everyone in general. <laughs> just like, are your friends deaf? Like, are they deaf? Like, to me saying, no one's ever said that about oh, my voice. Oh, okay. okay. Like, are they I, deaf? I thought, like, she just straight up, like, listened to the episode that you started on, and then she was like, are these guys deaf? They should shut the fuck up and let you just run the whole thing. And I was like... <laughs> no, no, I no, mean, no. she ain't wrong, but, like, shit. No, I think we were doing um, Danganronpa. That's when I like hit her up and told her. So it wasn't the podcast, but it was like, hey, I'm uh, doing, like doing this weird I'm voice doing act, voices. like yeah. pseudo voice acting, and it's really fun. And yeah, just to, like to get through it. I think of you when you told me that my voice was nice. That's the only thing keeping me <laughs> doing it right now. Was what I basically told her. Uh, cool. That was that's pretty that's nice cool. and wholesome. The one I have in my head is not wholesome <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. And I'm kind of debating in my head if I should really say it or not. Oh, no, Peter, you dummy thick It's the booty. best compliment. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, you know what, Lance? It's kind of in that realm. Oh. It's not about my dummy thick booty, though, but it's uh, uh, all, all my past relationships. The, this is the one compliment I always I always get. And I always find it weird because it's like, I, I was like, oh, I'm not like, oh, I don't know, I'm like a nice guy or I listen or I like help you with your problems. But we they all know always that's not say, true. yeah, I don't ever listen. Uh, they always say uh, that <laughs> I'm very like cuddly to be with. Like I, I, I feel like a teddy bear. So like they, they always feel like, oh yeah, every time we cuddle, it feels nice because it, it feels like I'm like hugging like a really soft teddy bear. And I, it, that's the, the one compliment that always carries over in my relationships. And I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> like, I don't see where the, that Here's lies. Here's perspective. But like, uh, Think of the opposite of what that would be. The opposite like, is a me, dude. A hugging a rock. <laughs> really sharp, exactly bony, kind of hurts. I get bruised Hard. from, you know, yeah. I've been told uh, that by several females. Like, they'll be like, hey, Kai, can I lean on your shoulders? And then they're like, oh, guy, your shoulders are like too bony. Like, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, no. Happened to me. Uh -oh. yeah throughout my life. I, so, I think I've said that to you a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I, would, I would just like lean up against you and then I'll be like, ah, I've, I got punctured. I think I've, I think I've said that a couple of times. I've remembered that. Oh. <laughs> Any other compliments that can wash away what I just said? Kai. So people said I was like really bony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the in a good way. Yeah. People love it. Sitting next to this washboard of a 
have shoulders. All right, next question. You know, wait. <laughs> okay, well, I, I have a compliment. It's actually the same as Plinchy. Um, uh, I've been complimented on my voice a few times in my life. But I think my favorite compliment came from Kai's mom. Uh, so, <laughs> so we were walk. Uh, I, I remember uh, it was when you were living on Oahu, or maybe you. Yeah, uh, were you visiting or you were living back when I was in college? And then we were just hanging out at the mall and I think your mom came over to visit as well. So, we were just like taking her around uh, the mall and uh, she had to go like mail something at the post office there. And as we were walking over, uh, she just like turned around and she's like, Lance, you have a very nice radio voice. And I was like, thank you. And you do. I, I just like always keep that with me. Yeah, like, like no matter how ridiculous I sound, sometimes when I listen to myself, I always think, "What? Well, it must not sound that bad if if Kai's mom thinks I sound good." <laughs> so that that kind of just like boosts my my ego a little bit. Ah, uh, you yeah. know, that kind of reminds me. In the same sense, your mom has said some nice stuff about me, and. I, I just remember that now. I remember, I don't remember what the context was, but I remember uh, you were telling us that your mom uh, had like, like, like thoughts about like our relationships with you. Like Kai is like, oh, he's like the, I, I don't remember exactly, but like example would be like, oh, Kai's like the outgoing one and he really gets you to uh, step outside your boundaries. And she was like really yeah. like being like yeah. technical with it. And I remember she was saying like, uh like uh your friendship with me was like i was like your soundboard and like i re- like we uh our relationship together helps you grow kind of thing i was like oh all we ever do is call each other heads but i'm not gonna tell you that uh, no, yeah, she's i was like hear this on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> like out of everyone else like it was kind of like i don't, I don't want to say shallow but they were kind of like like kind of like small nice things but like she went really deep on minds and then i was just like wow like me really <laughs> what I'm everyone all right cool i love it and yeah that, that that made me really happy uh for the rest of the year like the whole year i didn't get much compliments that year i think it was like junior year when when she said that to i think it was like during like one of your birthday parties I was like, yeah oh, yeah no my really mom nice. my mom just fucking loves you peter like <laughs> like i think she's yeah. like talked to me about like adopting you like a few times <gasps> i would gladly be in in your family i wouldn't <laughs> allow it <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, I do think it's God, just get married already <laughs> you can be like point. big brother i <laughs> 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 all right never mind never mind I I was like, is, what's happening right now lens is preparing something i think i'm ready to die <laughs> wait i have one compliment i want to share i posted a picture of me attempting an ollie where i'm like two centimeters off the ground i sent it to some middle school friends and someone was like you're shredding it i'm like yes you're shredding it yes. <laughs> someone else said uh you're flying and i was like two inches out literally you're flying exclamation point i was like wow this feels so nice i gotta admit though you you are making pretty good progress on on that yeah like crazy fast progress i Um, surprise myself sometimes yeah so we're 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 only getting closer (laughs) to uh 
to you being able to ollie over like a pair of water bottles or up a curb so yeah and then you're gonna like um humiliate your friend Ricky sprained an ankle and just demoralize them (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh i already know who that is yeah oh god (laughs) shit Oh no, stop looking back. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Did it twice. <laughs> Here it goes a third time. Um, but oh, yeah, the I'm, actually, <laughs> I, I'm actually pretty excited to see like that that final uh that final video where you actually do it because uh I, I'm oh, I'm man. anticipating it soon because I already bought the the pizza rolls. I bought I, saw, I bought a, yeah. a 160 I saw, box. I was gonna uh, take a break today because um I tried yesterday and I could only uh, practice for like 10, 15 minutes. And the first day I did it for like an hour, um, but I'm I'm like getting winded really fast. I'm wheezing and I'm like, oh shit, like I'll take a break today. I saw your picture of the 160 pizza rolls and I'm like, <laughs> like let's go. Like, I'm, I'm going to go outside. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, but I couldn't uh, record anything today. Uh, my camera was had too much data. So I thought I was recording and my phone just didn't record anything. So Oh, damn. damn. You've done it for too long. So I don't know how well I did today. Okay. Uh, that we can move on to our next question. Also from our friend RQG. What would you want your last meal to be if you are on death row? Peter, show me those hot pockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me with hot pockets. What are you talking about? You and your frozen hot pockets? Please, I Come eat on, that for dude. survival. I don't eat that for pleasure. Well, I kind of do. <laughs> Stop. Kai, do you want to go so first? Personally, yeah, I know. It's it's the stuff. It's my you're favorite the foodie, ramen man. shop like, right behind my university campus. Like, I got to get the extra noodles. Um, you got to ask them to make it a little salty, less on the oil. And then, like, uh, like... I can I don't mind if like the electric chair or like the where the injection seats like right next to me. I gotta get my like give me like a whole the rice cooker next to me so I can eat the whole rice cooker with the the ramen <laughs> soup <laughs> after oh, eating the noodles. Oh. And just like dude, I'm gonna be like I'll be like a stuffed a pig ready, ready to like be put in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm you're gonna, gonna die before they electrocute you because you're gonna be shoving <laughs> yeah, your face too much. You're gonna food coma out, and yeah, that, that's yeah. how I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna feel anything, you know. I'm already in a coma. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I could definitely uh, see that happening. To be perfectly honest with you, yeah. just just like wrapping you with like some wires and stuff like that to just get some nice grow marks on you and just fucking just shove you in. They're like, you know, like whatever it is. They're like, you know, starting like putting the injections on. Like, let me let me get one more soup. Let me get one last sip of the soup. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just spilling it over your body. Just like, oh, one, one last sip. All right, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> All right, hit it. Floor it. <laughs> Uh, I assume Lance would be chicken katsu. Uh, specifically, um, from Curry House. Um, now there was a, and I don't know if that's even really authentic Japanese like katsu curry, <laughs> but um, it just has like really fond and warm memories for me. Every time I go to Wahoo, I try to make a point to go to Curry House. Um, because I just remember like being in college and um. You know, just being stressed out. Yeah, poor, poor as hell. 
Um, and just going to Curry House, getting an affordable chicken katsu curry, and just just enjoying like this huge plate of just rice and curry and katsu and um, uh, the pickled radishes that they they include there too. And it's just like it just reminds me of like it's like a homey sort of uh, meal that takes you back. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's too many foods out there. Way too many I'll options. Pick, yeah, me too. But I guess I'll pick pasta. Because if it's going to be my last meal, I want to be able to eat a lot of it and I can eat a lot of pasta. Do you so, like pasta? What kind of pasta? I love pasta. Uh, like any any of them to be perfectly just, honest with you, like fucking plain just like pasta, yeah, just give me the fucking noodles. I'll be okay with it too. To be perfectly honest, like I, I really like pasta noodles. So yeah, the okay box. with you know the the Parmesan cheese and oil, like they they do that shit. Like people, like yeah. you know, my workplace, oh, they the ask, burnt "Can we get the noodles pasta? with like tossed in oil and Parmesan cheese?" And that's all they ask for. And I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. Even- I, I I've I've had it with just like the the olive oil and like mixes of like uh, like like greens like basil and onions and stuff like that yeah see that's fine um, you know, there's basils and onions and shit but it was not it's just like olive oil and like parmesan cheese and that's the they like white people yeah <laughs> white people let me point that out <laughs> and i'm like you don't you don't want the tomato sauce and they're like no yeah <laughs> no, no 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 tomato sauce but yeah I, I mean mostly mostly anything i've only had like the olive oil and some greens but i didn't have it with, like parmesan cheese and stuff like that uh it was it was good but like el pasto bolognese like spaghetti meatballs fettuccine alfredo alfredo even, even the fucking people that like uh like pretty much like cook it in like lasagna form <laughs> like the three meat layers or just like uh like spaghetti uh noodles inside of it oh that shit's like that, gang. That sh- yeah that, hmm. that, that that's that's just my jam yeah so uh but yeah i guess spaghetti I noodles I fried would be chicken korean fried chicken i don't know maybe if i could have if i had to choose and i'd i'd be stuck choosing but like just like straight Popeyes, Korean fried chicken. I want to try the Korean fried chicken that's like in Korea that they deliver to you. That looks Ooh. awesome. But then like, I think I really like my own fried Korean fried chicken. I don't know if I'd want to cook for myself. Well, I mean, you've been in jail for so long. I, I'm pretty sure I don't want to do that. So if in I that do. case. I don't know. Oh, you don't. <laughs> I don't I trust anyone else's chicken. Korean yeah, fried like, chicken. Popeyes, KFC. Uh, I don't want that right now. That's why. Damn. Korean fried chicken sounds really good right now. I had like this one place I always go to after a shift at Target, and it was like midnight. And this this place stayed open for us. Like they knew we were coming, and like <laughs> nice. they always close at like one. Oh. But then they'll stay open till three, and then we were just like, good. We just get fucking hammered, and then also drink some, and then also eat some bomb ass Korean fried chicken. So it was like my favorite place to go to after work. Do it every Monday. Monday night. It felt great. Okay. 
Anything else? I'm hungry. Yeah, same too. too. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, on that note, thank you, Lance, uh, for that We Power Minute segment. Uh, please, if you have any questions, uh, Lance is salivating at, at the idea of you guys sending questions to him. So, so please feed the beast and send your questions over to him uh, so we can have it in a future podcast. Don't be shy. Uh, Don't be ashamed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or, you know, you can be shy and ashamed and still send us those questions too. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but we'll go to a pee break because I got to pee. After, I was thinking after I do the Ollie and Peter does the pizza rolls, we should have someone else do something <laughs> with someone else. We're just going to keep uh, yeah. doing pets throughout the whole season. Yeah, like challenges. All right, well, at least give me a break before I do my next challenge because I, I feel like I'm, I'm literally going to pass out after that 160s. So. Oh, yeah, so it would be like between the other three. Because like you got the punishment. I think that's a good, like a, you'll, you'll be good for the next round kind of thing. All right. I guess you can do that. Or uh, I guess to give incentive for uh, better predictions or just predictions in general, uh, whoever wins the prediction board uh, can uh, give one challenge to the loser. So like last year, I believe uh, Kai was the one that won uh, the oh, prediction shit. board. No, and then Lance, are we actually gonna take that, that seriously? <laughs> I just fuck yes. around when I use this prediction board. I would actually try and presumably make more boring predictions in that case. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Or, you know, I guess you guys challenge each other. <laughs> I don't know, do you want to make like that kind of challenge where, um, I don't know what it would be about, but uh, the loser has to like Maybe. do like uh, a punishment game that the other three make up, or that all of us agree to before the challenge starts. Yeah, it has to be like. Yeah, I'm not gonna problem. like if you're not I gonna feel be like happy I forced with it. Peter, but at the same time, I knew Peter was down because he always said like, "Oh yeah, I could do. It. I totally do it." Oh but, yeah, like, me and Roy have been like. Yeah. talking about this for so I, I knew that a was year be now okay. <laughs> yeah so uh yeah so, I'm, I'm totally down for whatever as long as everyone's okay with it I don't want to force anyone to do not to do something they don't want to do uh, oh, we'll figure it out later I guess what's the most English song that we've heard in anime that was just like so cringy we should have the loser just sing the entire uh, English song in one of the podcast episodes that could be an intro just like a, a midi anime yeah. intro of you singing it to open up the episode oh, you sing that's a good, minute yeah. 30 and that's how TV long opening. anime openings yeah a tv Which opening that's like of a, the most english song that's like a really shitty like english um opening or ending oh. we've heard i don't know any most English oh, the uh, uh, Yashihime opening. Oh god, uh, I knew you were gonna bring it. Up. Yeah, I, I knew you were gonna bring that up too. Like, that's the only one recently. Yeah. yeah, it popped in my head, but I didn't know that. I knew the song, and I was like, "What anime is that from?" I couldn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Can I just do this without the challenge? <laughs> I didn't really like yeah, the song. Boo, okay? <laughs> do, do it, it yourself. yourself. Yeah, Chibuchi Day. Make a new world. So Kimito. Hate the fact that like I love this song so much now. I blame having to make these uh, compilations. I love it. I love like, you, but I hate you. But I love you. Yeah. But I hate you. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna say no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, I'll do this. Too, but yeah. I love it. I, I, I'll do it. I'll do it without the challenge. <laughs> Do it while you're eating the pizza roll. All right, let's uh, let's this top half of uh, first week of the season 2021 uh, top 10 anime board uh, tied at fourth place. Full dive, the ultimate next gen full dive RPG is even shittier than real life. Uh, looking uh-huh. at everyone's votes. Uh, fourth place from Kai, seventh place from Lance, fifth place from me, fifth place from Plinchy. Uh, so we'll hit it with Lance first. You're the low point man on this one. Uh, what did you like or not like about uh, the first episode of the Ultimate Next Gen Full Dive RPG Zimmer in real life? Well, we already actually talked about this last episode. Go check it out, by the way, if you have not yet. Episode 32, I think it was one of our better episodes. Um, and if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, just seeing uh, its competitors this week. Uh, it just didn't strike me uh, as as strong as like some of the other ones I ranked higher. In particular, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it just wasn't that big on the opening concept of like just how uh, how strongly it's trying to parody like other isekais like sword art. Um, I'm not entirely behind the. Uh, the girl that gave him the game just yet but we don't know so much about her <laughs> no like that was like the most ham-fisted sales pitch i've ever heard like hey do you want this game fuck that shit you should play this game and he's like no nah, i really want the other game and she's like just do it because i got just tits. do it i got tits I, just just play it I, I need friends. That's what it felt like. She's just like, I need, I need someone to play this shitty game with. <laughs> so, and he did, and it was shitty. Yeah, it's, it's it's like just trying. It's like Avery trying to get you to play like any games, Lance. Pretty much, kind of. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he, there's a new Although game comes out. He's not super quite excited. As Avery, so no, absolutely. <laughs> I wouldn't have bought that shit from her. <laughs> Anyone else? I know we talked about it last week, but I was just wondering if, like, uh, compare comparing it to this week's episode because we're talking about like last week when we were comparing it to the episodes that came out. Uh, obviously, it was a little bit better, uh, especially like against uh, combatants would uh, will be dispatched. But uh, anyone uh, feel differently now? Uh, now that uh, everyone else has caught up, I personally like. Uh um hold on. I, I i like full dive the ultimate next gen full dive rpgs even shittier than real life uh more than uh combat combatants just because like because because it's a sword art impersonator 
you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like in the same world, like uh, non-canonically. They're like in the same like universe because they because they talk about how like uh, you know are like uh, a full dive like RPGs like proliferated, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's what mm-hmm. they say, and then to the point that like it became like a fad and like went away. So. I do like all that kind of stuff. I also like, you know, the there's already like tropes that are already set up here, you know, that we we can look forward to. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you know, the best childhood, like, you know, childhood friend, you know, the Japanese Osana Najimi, like that's like uh, such a thing. But, you know, you're like, kill them <laughs> compared to like kill watching them. Uh, kill them. <laughs> like uh, Sendorin, which is just grope action you know it's like like yeah you know, it's more it's like, very heavy etchy based you know at least than, uh, i'm looking yeah. i can look forward to like you know i wonder what happens next in a full dive mm-hmm. okay yeah uh anyone else Nah, we're good okay uh let's move on to the other anime that also tied in fourth place as well uh odd taxi it jumped up three spots from a uh, seventh place last week uh looking at the board the voting board six places from kai and myself second place from lance and seventh place uh from plenty so we're here with plenty first you're the low point uh person on this <clears throat> show uh what did you like or not like about this first episode of odd taxi I liked it more than The World Ends With You, the animation. (laughs) Clearly, we can see that on the voting chart. (laughs) It was... I wonder why. It's, um... It's like... It's good. I'm very interested to see, like, where it goes. But I guess, compared to all the other animes, this one makes me want to, like... Sit in a couch eat popcorn and like watch and binge the whole thing so Mm. you know what i mean i get that the other ones are like i'm okay with waiting but this one like i am excited but it's not like high on my like a radar yeah uh, yeah like when i think about the animes for this week i think about a few of the ones that are in the top 10 and you know joran i guess full dive but eh. I, I can I, I can vibe with you on that one. I, I think really this one like it feels good if it was a I think that's uh Yeah, mm, yeah. That's the vibe it's I very, get. Uh, it's lots of talking and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so i I'm forgetting uh, it's easy for me to forget all the small talk or the yeah. long talks especially. Um uh, but I do want to say that I I feel like oh geez, what's the main guy's name? The walrus? Uh, Utagala, uh, I think. Utakata. Fuck, I don't know. Taxi driver. Yeah. <laughs> the Taxi <worst>. driver. <laughs> uh, he's sick. Otakawa. Otakawa, yeah. Otakawa is sick, and he's talking to the gorilla doctor. And the gorilla doctor's like, Hey, Otakawa, how do you see me? How do you, yeah. What do you see me as? How do I look to you? And Otakawa was like a gorilla. He's like, oh, I guess you're not wrong. So to me, like him talking with the doctors, people saying that he's a little weird. Um, I think he's hallucinating, or and he's like having a lack of sleep. 
he sees yeah, we're seeing the world yeah. as yeah, Onokawa sees. Yeah. And I think that explains the the, the artistic style of uh someone mentioned it, like the background, uh, the foreground settings are very fuzzy. Oh yeah. So I said that. I think, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I was I like, oh the, god. It seems like it's like paint. Like the the foregrounds and the backgrounds, and then you have like the anime characters on top of it. It's like very boring, uh in that way. Did you want to put that on the prediction board, Plinchy? I I do remember you were the first one that said uh Odakawa is like hallucinating and all this uh is different in his head than it I actually mean, is. is it like all these are humans. If I think it's like what the story is. Guess not. <laughs> I can put it up there if I could be wrong. So that warrants a like a failure. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I know it's not like a sexy prediction, but uh, I I think that was like I don't know if most people like picked up on that because it was very nonchalant when he when he was having that conversation with uh, Kariki. It's just kind of like, oh, what do you see me as? Like, well, fucking gorilla. I I I don't think most people would think. That was kind of like a hint to be like, oh, really? maybe he's not a gorilla. Like, I, honestly, I didn't pick it up very well, right away when you guys were saying scene, it. I was like, oh, like, like, what do you guys think, Lance and Kai? Do you, does that? Oh, are sound... they actually animals? I think yeah. that was like a brilliant, like an actually like spot on prediction that made me go, oh fuck, like that. Makes like that's what it is, right? Sense. That's yeah. what it makes me think. Yeah, because yeah. there's. There's this scene, um, the hippo, uh, yeah. he's like, oh, fuck, why did you become a taxi driver? And Otokawa was like, he has this PTSD moment, and the flashback is people. But it's like, um, it's black, and the I wet. think the yeah. outline was red. Yeah, but they were human. There yeah. weren't any animal features, oh, and it was like yeah. a different art style. So yeah, I'm like, I see. Trauma. Like- like I'm, I like like the, the reasons like you can pick it up because I'm like so ingrained like this is an animal show, and they right. were just using animals as like a you right. know yeah uh, I thought so too cover, but that one but, line was like yeah I remember we were watching I was like what I'm like why isn't anyone saying anything like what is, yeah that's why you know what I to say I thought it was just a gorilla joke <laughs> like I thought it was oh, like you look like an you know that did catch my the other thing that caught my attention too that could be pointing towards that. They brought up real world celebrities like that dude. Yeah, uh, the doctor was obsessed with Bruce Springsteen from We Are the World. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, is Bruce like uh, like an ostrich in this world or something? But then I I started thinking, like, are they actually just humans? Regular person. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm thinking back. I don't know if we said this on the podcast, but you know how I think it was a Plinchy that brought this up. But um, how animals that have that certain stereotype mm. like mm-hmm. uh you know the, the bad week, monkey yeah. oh. right the obviously bad monkey looks like an obviously bad uh, yeah, guy and uh you know the 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 white alpaca yeah the alpaca, the alpaca uh, you know alpaca is obviously like this you know is alpaca like, good just, looking? I don't know. When I think about alpaca, I think of Taylor Lautner, but um <laughs> No, not that. To me mean. they're very calm. Yeah, you know, they're calm. They're really chill. I don't know. But I don't know. I, I think meant, I think like it's the like dogs, going yeah. along the lines of that, you know. 
is um, yeah. yeah. Just looking at yeah. this picture, think- is this a panda? Is this like a Chinese like uh, character? No, it's not. It's just a, it's just a, a dude. Just a panda. Oh, I don't know. You're talking about this. You're talking point. about this girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. I made sure, the point Kyle. with the animals of how, like, in art, in art, in an artistic style, uh, audiences can make really quick assumptions, and it's really easy to digest. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. now I'm seeing Odokawa is seeing these people, and he automatically assumes what they're like and sees them as, like, yeah, what they represent. Yeah, like he tells the nurse, "You're the only alpaca around here." So I'm like. Does he yeah. like alpacas? Like, is that his favorite animal, or does he have or, some like kind some of characteristic of uh-huh. hers? Like, that's the only time he's like, "Oh, you're like the only real sweet one I've ever uh, come mm-hmm. across in my lifetime." Really soft and nice. Everyone seems very like, I don't know, like yeah, I f- really don't know. Fucking hippos yeah. are zoomers in Odakawa's eyes. <laughs> fucking tweening it up in my fucking back seat of my taxi. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, yeah. I, I don't know why, but like that, that concept was like so easy for you to pick up. But I, like, I was so ingrained with that, it flew over my head so I could, quickly. I could be wrong. I can't imagine them, like Otokawa getting better, and then they have to introduce people versions of these characters. I don't oh, think that's I, gonna happen. Yeah, I don't know twist, why, but like, uh, why would they do that twist? Like, what's the point? Yeah. yeah. So I, I only know. see I like an ending where like. Maybe they'll leave it open, but like I don't know, like Otokawa ends up being in the hospital at the end, yeah. And then like they f- they feed him like everything they could possibly get. Because remember, like Go- Goriki was like, "How come he never goes to the hospital?" I don't, like I don't understand why. Like he he kept saying that to the to the monkey uh, Kakihana in the in the bar. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering, like at the end, Otokawa just like they just send him to like an actually better hospital, and then he actually gets a. Uh, uh, the treatment that he needs and then like he can actually then we'll start getting visions of like silhouettes of people but we won't actually get to see faces it's just kind of like open-ended it's like oh was this actually animals or is this actually humans that he just didn't see kind of thing so like that's the vibes i get when you made that assumption i was just like I feel like it's probably going to be some somewhere in that shape or form. Yeah. So regardless of what it what reality really is, it was very strange that that mom was undeniably a human. <laughs> like that was just so bizarre. <laughs> um, how do you guys feel about uh uh the police brother, uh the dog police brother being a double agent in the in the police force? Fucking pigs, I tell you. I know. <laughs> you dog, but you look more like a pig to me, boy. <laughs> Did anyone see it coming? Yeah. They, I know they, I was fucking they, they hella registered shocked. I mean, it, showed, it was shown in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, the handoff, yeah. Easy. That was really big. Oh, I don't even remember the handoff. Yeah. But uh, the way that they did it, uh, the music, uh, so good. Oh, yeah. The, the vibes I get in, in this city, yeah, I love it it just feels like the anxiety levels are like really like i don't want to say off the charts but i'm like i have like this like yeah, there's a tension sinking there. anxiety yeah that like not everything should be how it mm-hmm. how it is in the city so um it's a 2 a.m anime <laughs> oh yeah shit. i don't think any kids are gonna <laughs> be like tripped, oh dude. taxi it's, it's, turn on taxi like on making sure kids don't watch this shit you know yeah <laughs> oh yeah that'd be some 
weird shit. That that whole closet scene that Odakawa had before that he was went weird. to the that was fucking <laughs> weird ass too. <laughs> like the closet door was just that slightly gave me, like, open. He was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Talking to himself. I was is like, there someone there? What the fuck? Is there what someone is, there? Is that like part of his insomnia? And he's just going a little cuckoo in the morning. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Who knows? So I'm super excited. I get the second place because the entire time yeah. I was just like glued. My eyes were glued to the screen. I I was like trying to analyze like cross-reference yeah, yeah. everything everyone's saying and trying to find like what is really <laughs> happening what are they truly saying here yeah. this is my jam you're like, dude you're like one of those fucking guys when like a game trailer comes out and it's only like 30 seconds and you, you, analyze, watch, like, you make a frame. half hour analyzing video yeah. as you can see like the frame rate for the combat is sped up at least 10 percent versus previous installments the energy gauge here is a really renovated yeah yeah uh, half-life 3 confirmed like i feel like that was like kind of just vibe uh okay anything else on that taxi before we move on <laughs> no we're good okay let's move on to our top three the three best for week one of our spring season uh coming in at number three uh, it dropped down two spots from first place uh last week uh moriarty the patriot season two uh, looking at uh, the vote chart, why am I not surprised? Kai put it at fifth place, uh, <laughs> Lance and Plinchy at third place, and I am at second place. Uh, let's go with Kai because, you know, fifth place, right? No, I just put it fifth place because, like, I like the other stuffs better, but, like, yeah. Yeah, honestly, it, it's just that I'm like looking over it and I'm just like, uh, I like the other ones better. That's a different. I liked it. <laughs> that's not it. I can't cancel. That's, that's, that's it. All right. Well. I'm sorry. No, no. I I get it. Like, cause I put it so high, but I think it's just because I think I'm enamored with these these characters. Like yeah. everything, every little thing they do. Like <laughs> they could be brushing their teeth. I'd be like, oh my God, this is the best brushing teeth I've ever seen uh, in an anime ever. Like it's, they, they just blow me away with uh, every little detail that they do. Like the fact that like this whole uh, murder mystery party, which I would love to do, by the way, I've always wanted to do a mur murder mystery. I've been so close to doing like two already and they, and the plans both fell through and I, I was like incredibly upset um but uh that that whole scene was just so like fascinating to me the fact that like we've always seen moriarty and sherlock kind of be witty and really showing off uh like their their guns and like confusing people and like getting people to bend to their will but just the fact that like james also like not to their level but he kind of has like that power too yeah a little bit to kind of uh that charm that charisma to really like you know bend the the night to to his will uh was was really fascinating to see just to just to let you know like he's not some weak link or he's not just some face to for moriarty to hide behind but uh he he can be also a real player uh down the road so uh, that's why i i enjoyed it and also irene i don't know why but she made me turn gay for a second the fact that she was just uh dressed up as a guy and i was like oh my god that's I like that she always disguises as a guy anytime she needs to mm -hmm. hide her identity yeah i was like oh i love this girl like she she is uh definitely waifu material so 
I uh, thought it was but... Fred at first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah when we were watching that? it. We were like, Fred, <laughs> what are you doing here? And yeah, but the moment she started putting on like, or she took off the makeup to show her yeah, mole, that was, was nice like, ah, uh, yeah, nice yeah, tell. Yeah, she definitely knows like what her characteristics are to hide. So, um, anyone else on Moriarty? They blew up. She blew up her own house. That was uh, that was something that Sherlock blew up his own. That's a flat. Sherlock move, right? Yeah, if he's pretty he, nuts like that. But um, I don't know. I was just like, I was kind of shocked that Miss Hudson was on board with that. I'm pretty sure she would. <laughs> she would slap the shit out Sherlock before she let napalm anywhere inside her house. Like that. That yeah. took me a little bit. Out. I was like, Miss Hudson, are you really okay with that shit? <laughs> I I guess she like cares about Irene that much. Like no, she's she, willing to. She hates go Irene. That far. Like, well, in, in this iteration, not, not in, you know. No, no, she hates you know. Irene in this iteration too. Oh, it does. Yeah, as soon as she met Irene, she was like, this tramp oh, in my house. Yeah. Jealousy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I was surprised by is uh, this adaptation of Irene. She's a lot nicer. Um, right. She was very concerned for uh, not just her own well being, but she was concerned for um, Moriarty's, uh, James's well being. Uh, she Sherlock. she warned him. Yeah. She was very very afraid for Sherlock's well being that he'll um, get deeper into this problem with her. Uh, I don't I don't think I've ever seen like this side of like and she her she has like this um this uh equality um uh motivation behind everything she does as she wants to like better. Uh, people who are at disadvantaged positions and uh make yeah. the world a better place and you don't see like i've never seen like that kind of take on her character before that she's uh not just a a thief and a criminal but she's also like uh kind of like a robin hood sort of character yeah like i, I think having that side really like is able for her to get connected with moriarty and like especially the whole conversation she had with uh with uh with uh, other uh albert like just uh just the fact that he was able to tug on her like her emotions her heartstrings with the fact that like hey what you're doing i'm trying to do too but like on a bigger scale and like either you can join me to uh to make that happen or you're against me kind of thing it's kind of gave her that ultimatum i thought that was a uh, uh really interesting to see lance did you sing lord of crime Every time, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then I watched it too. Like I, I went on YouTube and I played it like around that, <laughs> like three or four times. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Me and Fenji were watching it together. And then every time they said Lord of Crime, we just hear your voice in like in our head. Just like, <laughs> Lord of Crime. I was like, oh my God. Did you watch it with your sister, by the way? Yeah. I watched it with my sister. I watched it on my own and I watched <laughs> it with my sister, guys. And then. Um, oh, okay. And then I, I played the, the first season or first parts opening with them too. Like. <laughs> It's like I, I I just had the image in my head that you were like in the living room with your sister watching it, and every time they said "Lord of Crime," you would just fucking just burst into a note, and then she just look at you and just like, "What?" That's exactly what happened. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would just like shout out the English when it, they showed it, like "In Lose Your Life." <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, it's so like, good. It's so good because he said it so many times. I'm like, oh my god, he probably yeah. sounds like a broken record, <laughs> just fucking singing that same note over and over. God damn, 
I, that's what I kind of miss the fact that we uh, we can't watch it together because it's like uh, oh, yeah. on a Sunday right before the podcast. I kind of miss those interactions. So, uh, but uh, we shall uh, soldier on and uh, move on to our second place show. Uh, it moved up uh, one spot from third place last week. Vivi four rights I song. Uh, looking at everyone's votes. Uh, first place from Kai, fourth place from Lance, third place from me, and second place from Plinchy. Uh, so I gotta go to our to our Mecca, Mecca, Mecca for life, uh, Kai, because you are absolutely a fan of this show, uh, and you gave it first place. So <laughs> let everyone know uh, what's so good about it and why they should they should watch the show. Because I I love uh, plushies that talk. Like Matsumoto is such a good character. Like, yeah, I, I I I like his voice. Also matches the type of character he it is. It really does. Yeah, great yeah. voice. Like I don't I don't like. <clears throat> out of curiosity, how do you guys like interpret that? Because personally, like I I you guys listen to it but you're kind of like reading it to understand it at the same time i'm sure you understand Mm. what they're saying too from hearing it but for most part you take it from the subtitles right like how do you like interpret like the nuances of what the way he says things like how he's like annoyed or like how fast he talks like i mean you can you can tell from his inflection too um even if i i don't understand point for point what he's saying i can still tell the emotion that's behind it and the voice actor does yeah. a great job of uh well one the his word uh his word choices which i mean that's kind of up to like the, the translator to like transcribe what exactly his word choices are mm-hmm. but um also his inflection when he's talking yeah I, I i think inflection is probably like the biggest thing too for us that are not like uh fluent in japanese because like we may not get like maybe like some Japanese like slang or like like maybe some like funny puns that they can go along with it because you know we're not like well versed into it. But uh, the way he says stuff, the the pace that he says stuff is uh, to me, uh, especially like one that like I read a lot of, of manga, so like I like have ideas and like it's not like Vivi is like completely original, but I have seen like these type of like Matsumoto type characters. And he fits the bill in my head. Like he absolutely mm. fits it. Just the fact that like, he's just really pushy. He's really aggressive because he has this agenda, but he, that's why, he, that's how he's built. And, you know, it's not like he grew up to be like that or like, uh, like there was some kind of outside influence. That's who he is. And he's not going to bend to anyone else's will because of it. So like the fact that he'll keep talking over Vivi even though Vivi doesn't say much, like it's the fact that like no one's going to interrupt him. He's going to say what he's going to say. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that like uh, he's able to still gurgitate so much information out, um, it's, uh, it's fascinating to see. So, um, and I mean, this, this voice actor, I mean, look at him. Uh, Jun Fukuyama, like, look at, look at this guy. This guy's got like a crazy track record. Like, Koro Sensei, I mean, Lelouch. Huh uh yeah like shinra from the Rarara. like he, this guy this guy's big time this this guy's like no like uh small time uh voice actors so they really uh was looking for like a particular person to to uh to match uh the idea of matsumoto and i think they really nailed it so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
But um, I guess going back to the anime, I can't believe like <laughs> they just give us a t- fifteen-year time skip. Just I know that oof. was really. Uh... I mean, it's good, but it's like, damn, I'm damn. the only one that was like okay with that, huh? Like, I mean, I, I was like, no that. way they were gonna cover all 100 years. Well, I'm yeah, surprised I, 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 that there was. Uh, but like the fact that like you know Matsumoto just disappeared, I guess, right? I think that was what like was the surprising no, part was the fact disappear. that he deactivated. Yeah, he deactivated. Oh, he, like, well, he fell asleep, and he was just for, yeah, for fifteen years. Yeah, so like she comes back and she's like, "Where's the stuffed animal?" And yeah. the other oh, bots like, "I don't okay. know." Okay, I missed that. Well, that's that's even worse, you know. Just seeing, imagine <laughs> your best friend dying, blowing He's, up. Yeah, and then the person that you were just talking to just sleeps all right well especially with the argument that they had yeah to leave off on that yeah it was on a very sour note so um but i think that's like i I like that little charm like that little bit it's just like not what all 100 years uh was something very particular that they had it was like a very specific moment in history Mm -hmm. that changes uh like everything uh and Ooh, the fact in that the we get to have that thing the timeline how it's like this is what happens and it goes mm-hmm. back and it goes back up to like yeah. this is what will happen or should happen mm-hmm. or stuff i was mm-hmm. like whoa yeah so the fact that like we're gonna like see this timeline slowly build uh week in and week out because i feel like every like two or three episodes we'll get a new event matsumoto yeah. will be gone for i don't know 15 20 years and we're just going to keep hopping over and over and i love to see the evolution because you get to see it in front of a crowd it may not be center stage but she has people listening to her now it took her 15 years mm-hmm. to get 10 people in her fucking yeah. stands yeah. but she has a crowd now and people are watching so uh i'm curious to see how it looks 30 years from now 40 years 50 years because i can only assume it gets better but i guess it depends on what she does mm-hmm. uh in the meantime so uh i I love to i would love to see how this world changes uh, as it goes because uh we're not going to get a season two where like that will be the world building season and we get to see this whole world like we're just getting like a fast forward taste of how the world changes like very quickly uh as we uh, keep jumping back and forth so See, that's the kind of magic you can uh of a, a magical sort of story you can tell when you have an ageless like timeless protagonist like vivi um you can show the evolution of her world as time passes even if she doesn't change like if it was a human that matsumoto just like abandoned for 15 years i'm pretty sure yeah. they'd be fucking pissed they'd be like where the hell were you <laughs> or even like wait what happened 15 years ago my memory's a little fucked foggy from Mm -hmm. those events but vivi has perfect memory and she's not like bothered by the fact or she's a little bit irked but she's not like gonna go nuts about it and then uh, she can just keep continuing forward um and also i love to see characters age as uh, time passes we see um uh, a little girl who's relate who's uh, the younger sister of uh, vivi's originally one and only fan friend yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, and she's like grown up to be like a teenager now and yeah i'm so interested to see like uh characters age up more other characters that we've seen like from the first episode or the that was like the second episode i think second episode yeah um the 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 anti-ai uh soldiers i want to see what happened to Mm -hmm. that one soldier that vivi 
saved like how has he grown in 15 mm. years how has his mindset changed or if at all i i know uh uh lance when we were watching it we were like that one scene where they were talking about the humans are the ones that transport food and water to the space station and it showed the one guy in the cap and we were like could that be, could that be the him? same guy she saved in episode two when he was about to get crushed by a rock and that's just him 15 years older because obviously he probably still has a lot of beef with it and the fact that they're having a space station run by ais <laughs> he's ready yeah. to fucking crash that shit and like ruin everything so um like if he, if that is him man this is gonna be like a wild ride because like using vivi as like your parameter to be like this is the standard of like 100 years ago and again this compare her to everything that changes around her yeah uh is gonna be like ex like exciting like just the fact that like the the other ais the blonde one that's like in control for oh, a yeah space station that's Techn her like technology sister. evolving too yeah and that's like her little sister she's like the like a better version of her yeah it's like all that comparison Vivi's had like, 15 years to you know uh advance her own intelligence but this mm -hmm. new model is already way more human than she is by comparison yeah like yeah. the the compassion and that blonde keep uh, ai had more drastic uh yeah it was like light years with vivi like it took like vivi like 15 years to get to like barely smiling and yeah, like feeling where, anything uh, i think that was why she didn't have very much fancy it's because it's her conversation she had with um her uh the uh the robotics uh robot oh. guys uh she was like what is like the heart was what, what does it mean to have a heart um yeah. so i think as she has gained more uh intelligence and become more human-like uh, more fans have come to her and i, mm -hmm. I like that that way of like yeah, it's, it's such a smart show how they tell their story yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really excited man original show with studio like it's it's uh like i don't want to say it's like at skate level but it feels like it's like another like winner where you just get like an amazing studio and amazing original concept and like it just it just makes magic and uh i'm i'm, I'm really glad uh we were able to vote this in because i was i was like honest i was actually very close to not putting it in uh the trailers because when i read the synopsis i thought it was just straight up like an idol show like it had, like i didn't realize like it was going to be like a very like action robot uh like mecha technology mm -hmm. all this stuff i thought it was just straight up like oh yeah it's an ai kind of thing but being able to see the trailers uh, when they finally came out like it, it was a close cut i almost didn't put it in for you guys to vote it in so um and with how excited we are a lot of other people are excited too um because there is a light novel adaptation uh vivi prototype uh, that was listed in mag garden publishers uh so the light novel was written by uh, tape nagisuki the author of ReZero, and uh, eji yumihara is uh gonna take care of the illustrations uh, so the so this light novel is set to appear on April thirtieth, uh, twenty twenty one, and it will follow the story of uh, Studio Vivi's uh, uh, anime uh, that is currently airing. So uh, I like this is like already in the plans, but uh, this show is already successful enough to be able to uh, 
uh, have a light nice. novel to uh, continue the the saga of Vivi. So uh, we're really excited for that, and uh, we'll definitely try to keep our eye on that. I mean, cover already looks great uh, for the first volume. Okay, we are at the top of this board. Uh, nine animes down, one left. Tokyo Revengers takes number one this week. It, it is the highest jump uh, for this week as well. Seven spots from eighth place last week. Uh, looking at everyone's votes. Third place from Kai. First place from everyone else. Uh, so we'll hit it with Plinchy first. Uh, let's hear uh, what was so good about it that you gave place. I think as a first episode, I think that's where I was basing it off of ranking how the different animes did their first episode. Mm -hmm. I think I like this one the most by far. The way that they did the whole... I was always... I, I kept thinking, when is he going to um, like go back? Back to the future, you know? Stop this Present time, time thing. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And getting introduced to the little brother. And then he's like, oh yeah, but this is the kid that dies. And then it <laughs> like, starts coming together. It's like oh shit he's gonna go back he's gonna save this little boy oh my god they're gonna they're gonna work together like in the trailer and then it and then it happened and i was like wow that was really a very very satisfying first episode mm -hmm. just like you want to see the main character uh like get to his goal i want to see him punch people and like change from this <laughs> really wimpy person to you know to a tough guy i don't know you know whatever yeah, it is to like, the best self he could be it. yeah mm -hmm. uh how about you lent yeah it had uh it pretty much hit all the notes i like from um uh, the concept of relife uh the, this feeling of nostalgia this the second chance at doing things right and being the best you you can be uh being a braver you um someone who doesn't miss a beat when on the important things in life. Uh, and also Steinsgate where <laughs> there's a lot on the line and uh, people's lives are depending on you to do the right thing. So the first episode really captured like the high stakes narrative that, uh, that really just entraps an audience. And I, I'm totally in love with this concept uh, yeah. of this guy, especially like, what is this like 1990 i guess um uh, japan like what this is oh, like no 2007 okay 2007 japan oh 10 10 year which gap like, yeah it's uh, like early 2000s somewhere around there and then like centered 90s. around like delinquents this is a fun setting yeah to like be basing mm -hmm. a, a time travel story around um, yeah and it's good to see, i'm glad that he goes back and forth so you can see like the fruits of his labor uh yeah that's that's a really nice touch nice. that he immediately can see how his efforts are making a difference mm -hmm. and then that encourages him further the other thing i really liked is yeah the girlfriend like they immediately uh, yeah, yeah they immediately just hit it out of the park making her like such a likable love interest that mm -hmm. as a viewer i'm like dude you gotta save this girl <laughs> like yeah she's exactly. a freaking I'm glad angel you're together already yeah <laughs> i I'm, i i only have this one episode but i'm immediately like 
whatever it takes you gotta Come save on, her man. it's yeah. yeah they did a good job uh, of that um for for me and uh kai knows this too we both love this drama and i think i said it while we were watching the episode uh operation love a very old uh day drama um that i think it like aired in like 2007 2008 or something like that uh it's a it's it's a show where this guy is at uh his uh best friend's wedding but it's also his first love um and he's watching his like the his love is life getting married to someone else and he's regretting everything uh that had happened in the past uh that led up to that point uh and as the wedding reception was going they were showing they were showing a slideshow of like all the pictures throughout like their lifetime so then starting from high school they were showing pictures of their high school life up until uh current time and this uh like fairy uh arrived uh in like in, in the wedding chapel and he told the guy hey i'm going to give you another chance to make things right every picture you see i'm going to send you back at that moment in time and you're going to change what you need to change and like so he would like they would show a picture on the on the slideshow they'll talk about it he'll he'll go back in time uh to that point and then he would try to redo everything but better mm. and then he'll get sent back once he takes that same picture that he saw on the slideshow um oh. so every episode oh. he's going to different moments in time so it's not like just like one day at a time he's like high school and then like now it's their last year of high school okay now second year mm -hmm. of college and it's like these different moments in time that were so important to love story and like to see this like at first like i was with you guys like oh is he gonna be stuck in time forever uh but the fact that he can keep going back and forth uh it really gave me that j drama feel that uh that i love that that's one of my favorite j dramas of all time uh <laughs> And just that feeling of just seeing him being able to accomplish what he can and then see what change and what doesn't. And then he can learn and then be better and then do it better as he continues to go back is, uh, I'm extremely excited. I'm ready to rewatch that J drama again, Kai, if you're ever down. <laughs> like, like this we is just the vibes. Just watched it. And we literally just watched it like, <laughs> like late last year. Like we were watching it together. I remember, but just that feeling of just like like you said the girl was so uh likable and like every episode every time he's gonna go back she's gonna give us more and more reasons to save her uh because uh when he's a kid he's he's just a kid right he doesn't know any better but she is the she will be the reason he will become better as a as a person yeah um and that that relationship is like very wholesome uh for for like two people to make each other better because obviously i think there will be times when he makes her better too uh it won't be as obvious uh but there will be a reason why she loves him so much and i'm i'm assuming she probably still loved loved him to the, to that day before she died um and always thinking about him so uh, as much as like a shonen and it's probably action and it's probably going to be like some supernatural stuff it's like this like 12 year romance uh storyline that's waiting to get mapped out in front of us and uh like i know we didn't vote any rom-coms in this season but uh like this might be like a sleeper rom-com <laughs> if uh if anything because that's that's the vibes i'm getting if it doesn't you know whatever it's so shonen i'm trash so i love my <laughs> shonens but 
that's the feeling I get. This reminds me, kind of reminds me of Erased. Yeah. I, I going back it. in time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked I really like this whole idea of like going back in time type, but being able to immediately see what happened, um, the outcomes of it, like um, a Link to the Past, also a great game, you know, where you can all, <laughs> automatically see, you know, your actions and mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping uh, that, and a, and a lot of these, uh, this, the trope is, I guess, you know, there's like this invisible force that, for example, the re- like the girl's still dead, even though they tried to s- do save her. But there's like this invisible force that the main character needs to somehow overcome so that, you know, the person doesn't die or anything. And I'm excited mm-hmm. to like see how they're going to get through that. Yeah. I can see why this is a very popular manga. Yeah, I can definitely. It's see so why. easy to continue to create storyline after storyline because you just keep picking parts of like their twelve-year uh, history, and it's just like I, I, can, I I'm actually kind of curious to see if they will go past high school. Like, it, like most of this like feels like it would stay in high school because it's, it's a shonen, and we can't show kids over the age of eighteen in Japanese anime. Um, but uh, if they go past high school and they go into like college and like adult life, uh, I this might be like one of my favorite shows like ever. <laughs> like that that to me like that seeing them grow up yeah. as he's changing, trying to change his savor is uh, it's uh, it'll be fascinating to watch. I think uh, the point in time that I'm most looking forward to is um, so he kind of went over his uh life uh choices uh, he did he explain that he actually like uh the reason why he got estranged from the girls because he like dropped out of school and then left he didn't uh, see why they broke up but he, it's assumed that he, he just, like, he just lives far away like, and just lost i think he just kind of like yeah just threw his life away because after everything that happened to him in middle school is like well I got to work for myself now and uh, take care of myself. So that's what he did. Yeah. I want to see like the turning point when he's faced with that decision to like run away Mm -hmm. and uh, how things change when he stays. Oh, he doesn't like leave behind his friends and, and uh, he gets to stay and see their stories continue that he wasn't there for. (gasps) You know, that is pretty interesting because if that is the case, then that means he'll, uh, experience high school for the first time yeah so all these like new experiences yeah because oh man like i wonder because like like looking at like the character list on on, like my anime list it it doesn't i don't see any of those guys (laughs) i know but i have to because it's the only one it's the only website that actually like puts any information out there (laughs) Um, yeah no Wikipedia is made by people like you. <laughs> um, but I don't see any of his friends that were in the first episode. Now, unless like these guys are like gonna like right there. Sendo Atsushi. Yeah, but I mean like these Send- are like Sendo Atsushi. Yeah, Please. but these guys, uh, I see them in the trailers a lot. They're also like in a lot of yeah, the yeah. the poster art. Yeah. Um, and they look like they're part of the Tokyo Majin gang that he's probably going to high school or whatever. Um, so, like, 
I don't even know if he's gonna see his friends. Like, I feel like he's gonna be like, "Hey guys, I I have something I need to do." Like, they probably are like, "Oh, we're gonna go to this high school. You're gonna come with us, right?" Mm-hmm. And he's gonna be like, "No, I I have to go to this one." It's like, why? It's like, I have something I need to do there, and he'll go to that school, join the the gang, and then uh, start his new life uh, in, in that high school. So sounds about right. Which is kind of sad. I kind of want to see those friends. I thought they were pretty interesting. So, but who knows? Maybe maybe they will still be an integral part of the of the season. Okay. Uh, anything else uh, for Tokyo Revengers or any of the other animes we have talked about tonight? No, There's we're a all lot good. That I just want to binge. Oh. You know. Oh yeah, dude. I'll taxi we're here dude <laughs> no you but i want to like us? you know just to sit and just like binge yeah <laughs> i want to uh, know like the like whole season re- yeah like a lot of the last season stuff i could i didn't mind waiting every week Mm-mm-mm. but like shows especially like my hero oh mm, man yeah. i like like especially my hero man like i was re-watching um the fourth season but like I can't believe I waited every week to watch the fourth season because it's terribly <laughs> slow. I mean, yeah. like, the good parts are it's good, but, like, you remember how we're this gentle criminal? Yeah. And there's, like, four <laughs> episodes of that of, yeah. like, why am I watching this? <laughs> I felt the same way reading that arc. I was like, why am I reading Gentleman? (laughs) And then it wraps up with two episodes of like actually good Endeavor Nomu fight and all that kind of shit. But like, yeah, like sometimes, man, like or or okay, in in that season when they're getting into that underground base, man, there's like five episodes. Oh, yeah. And I'm I'm afraid of that happening this, this season, too, you know, like just in this like you know one you know not deku bakugo it's like uh, kaminari and like uh, scotch tape bro and doing a fight <laughs> or something for like two episodes or some shit and i'm like i i don't want that to happen like i don't care scotch tape bro or like mr <laughs> i touch animals <laughs> i sero tape okay <laughs> I, you know what I kind of I kind of get that that same feeling though because now since we do this like weekend a week out we have to like we like like really focus and watch these episodes and really try to like uh like focus on each episode in particular a like it gets kind of harder to kind of enjoy it like the whole scope mm. so like sometimes I think I've like seen where like I think I would like the season as a whole. But because I'm so excruciating, like looking at every episode and like flipping over every rock and like analyzing it, then I'm like, oh, this show is not as good as I thought it would be. But I think if I had watched the whole season as a whole, you know, without thinking about like voting in week in and week out, then uh, the season was going to be okay. So, but yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, with that, we are all out of time for this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe, follow, do anything you can uh, to support us because uh, we were greatly appreciated. We definitely want more people to hear uh, our thoughts on uh, anime and we want to hear your thoughts as well. Uh, so uh, help spread the word. 
that we are here to stay and we are here to uh talk to you guys about anime um other than bada that bada bing uh other than that i don't really have uh we power our news uh do you guys have anything you guys want to say before we go uh, oh wouldn't it just be fun if um uh, the main character in tokyo revengers like so he, he he stays past the point where he's supposed to run away and then his girlfriend breaks up with him and then he hates the girlfriend and then he kills her and then he <laughs> i don't know about that but <laughs> i just think that'd be really fucked his up it's like his whole reason for her. like fighting for this girl oh, and he ends God. up like hating her <laughs> wouldn't that just be fucked wow uh, this has been a very this. short fucking season if that was the case <laughs> Uh, all right i guess on that note uh <laughs> same weave time same we place guys bye 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 bye, bye.